Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer, and we are a completely professional operation. Yes. Zero hiccups and setup We we, we fixed your jet engine in, in there, and we fixed it by putting your laptop on the ground. Yeah. Problem solved. It, 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 no, I can't do any research during the program. During that's fine. Recording. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Laptop. We're good. We're good. We're good. We, we, I, I, I did the prep. My outlines are known for being excellent. <laughs> hey, I even put formatting. Don't, don't give me that, that look, is, Evgeny. That is true. Also joining us is Evgeny. Hey, what's up? Hi. I am, I'm Argent. I haven't been on one of these in a very long time. I feel like we none of us have been on these for a long time. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a, in a long while, right? We had, a, we had a few episodes in the bank. Yeah. And um, we've just kind of been chilling and, and <laughs> letting, yeah. letting those It worked fine because uh, I got married and, and it was the semester eh. ending. So yeah. I, I was a little busy. I was a little busy. Congratulations oh, yeah. to Eric and, and Jess, Jess. Who, who would have been on this podcast, but we couldn't resolve the audio issues with our current recording setup. So, so we needed to set up an entirely different room. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm excited to be back and to talk about romatics and shenanigans of both the cognitive and spiritual variety. Yeah, that is true. There's some also, physical in there as well. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, I didn't have to remind you of that. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, also joining us is Grace. What's up? Sup? Uh, wow. Hello. Uh, so we 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 dealt with your lighting for quite some time this morning. Yes, I, I tried to set up my lighting in my new place by myself, and I ended up with the worst combination of <laughs> lights that were possible for this room. We so, did it. We did it. We'll, we'll, uh, I don't know anything. We'll, 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 we'll fix it. With, with more lights, we can fix anything. Also, uh, filling in for Jess uh, is Ben. What's up? Greetings. Tis I, Ben, also known as Overlord Jeebus. Uh, and yes, I'm feeling in for Jess because the plan was that if, if Jess could be on, I would drop off. So yeah. I am playing the role of Eric's wife for this episode. <laughs> nope, nope, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. Nope, 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 we, nope, nope. We just needed somebody from the Commonwealth, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's true. That's true. That's Lord true. Lady Jeebus, Jess, they're basically the same person. Nope, very yeah. different. Nope, not not at all. Not at all. Ben's beard is better. Thank you. I, I think so as well. <laughs> also, uh, as soon as as soon as we recover, <laughs> also, and also, joining us for the first time is Ayla. How's it going? Hey, I'm Rasar. This Hi. is my face reveal, I guess. Hello, <laughs> and. I'm going Welcome. to be laughing at random moments throughout this podcast out of nerves, so this can be oh, really well. Great, great. That, that's fine. <laughs> we'll have lots of people, so that, that'll be mm -hmm. fine. And I'm Chaos, and before we get in to the actual episode, we actually have some news because we're actually not recording this a month in advance, because this will actually be out next Friday. It's Saturday. One of the two. I don't know. Uh, and so... The the p main piece of news, I think, that was the biggest weird thing was Kelsier being in Fortnite. 
That was yeah. That I mean that. that Brandon said that he would have believe. an unexpected thing that m- most people in the fandom probably wouldn't care about, but and you wouldn't guess, and that's true. I did not guess it. I, I did not guess it. I don't think I you can a- say no one in the fandom cared about it. I think yeah. we kind of exploded about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There were there yeah. were some great memes. There were some solid yes. memes. There, there were really good memes. Uh, but it's I think like Kelsey is already out. Yeah, at least like three days later, and uh, my Twitter is still full of Kelsey memes. So yeah, but like uh, I don't even think you can buy it anymore, right? Like it's it's out of the store. I think. Yeah, it was limited time only. So so Kelsey is still in the game. Uh, It went from featured to daily, and now it's just somewhere else. So I guess Kelsey is still around, which is good. Which is good. The the timer got me confused as to if he would immediately leave. So that that's good. But yeah, he he's in Fortnite. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do any Fortnite content all skills. Yeah. <laughs> but if you um, want us to do that, you can p- please uh, give us money on Patreon, and then we might spend that money on Kelsier skins on Fortnite. We stopped and, planning stuff, but it just... Then the Fortnite business practices came yeah, to us, and we were like, "Yeah, as, as, do we really want to do this?" Yeah, I don't know if we do. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Fortnite gets sufficient advertising as it is, and and the contract does allow them to do Vin at yep. some point in the future. Yep. No guarantees that it's yep. actually going to happen. Yep. Oh, but, and it's just a skin. You don't like push and pull on medals and things. Mm-hmm. You don't get like free hemologic spikes floating behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But uh, just, just, just think of all the fun th- fan theories we can come up with about how, like, Fortnite, Night, Night of Sorrows, like Kelsey. <laughs> oh, you have to build a fort. You have to build a fort. <laughs> Fortnite of Let's Sorrows. Wait for audio in Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, speaking oh. speaking of this, um, just earlier today, uh, as oh, as of the time uh, of this uh-huh. recording, somebody shared a video of a. Uh, Apparently, I guess, like a big Fortnite YouTuber, streamer, whatever. And um, he was building, doing a speed, because you can build things in in Fortnite similarly to how you can in Minecraft. Uh, He was doing a speed build of a section of Luthadel while explaining Mistborn to, to, like, traditionally Fortnite players. Like, the guy's super hyped about this crossover like oh this that's is, awesome that's this really sounded cool. like the best thing ever for him is like fortnite i love it Mistborn, i love it ah! and constructing luthadel simultaneously as doing that that's that's solid yeah. so that's so that looks pretty good in fact we should, I we will... should get him on the show that goes on my watch later yeah <laughs> we should we should we should get him on the podcast like okay so uh so the name of the channel is mustard plays cool nice. isn't mustard like the surname of one of the epic guys like directors yep, yep. the big the big honcho mm. right. uh so i i don't know if there's any relation there i, I don't know <laughs> i was gonna say one other thing for me as well is i've i like to put dumb little editing comics animations in our videos sometimes and what i've wanted for ages is 3d models of characters to pose so i can do dumb stuff with them and we have a kelsia and so i want i want more characters to be put in fortnite so i can have dumb models to do stuff with yep having having access to a 3d model that you can play with is just amazing yeah yeah yep. next thing you'll see we're getting yasna in smash <laughs> that would be <laughs> 
that, that would, would be, be fair great. to anybody who isn't playing as Yasna. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm 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 fine with smashing Yasna. Okay. All <laughs> or, right. Or was, was that, uh, other news. Other news. Just. Moving on, uh, we got the title reveal for Skyward 3. It is called Cytonic. It is not called Whoa. Nowhere. Which, I, what, what do you think of the title? Well, now Brandon is locked into doing a sound for Book 4. No, he's already said it. Book 4 is going to be Defiant, though. What? Well, no, but, he also, but he also said, no, he also said Book 3 was going to be Nowhere, so... Yeah, yeah, but he always said when he said nowhere that, like, he always qualified that with, my publishers don't like it. Like, literally, the first okay. thing is, like, it's tentatively called this, but my publishers don't like it. Okay, okay, because I, I have strong... Okay, that is that is bull****. Okay, we have <laughs> okay. Skyward, Starsight, Cytonic, and then you might go to Defiance? So like, Defiant. Is- Defiant. Easy. No, so no, that does not that does not sound sound good. You gotta keep if you're gonna do three out of four with like the same sound to start the word, you gotta stick with that theme. Well, to be fair, I don't think that theme is necessarily intentional. Maybe they'll call the fourth one survivor and Kelsier will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Coming I in for Fortnite. <laughs> now that he just needs to bring in Fortnite to the Cytoverse, which isn't that implausible. It's, uh, there's Earth. There's Earth. No, I do so. remember watching a game theory about how Fortnite is set on Venus, the planet. What? So, <laughs> oh my god. But here's the thing, guys. So uh, the Cytoverse is our future. So technically, yeah. Fortnite exactly. exists in exactly. So, yeah. so Spencer could theoretically fire up Fortnite in Cytonic and play as Kelsier. Exactly. Oh, I, exactly. I, I hate everything about this conversation. <laughs> I, 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 I think that sounds great. What if Fortnite is just Kelsier's perfect state? Oh no, it <laughs> I mean, an excuse to kill a bunch of people. Mm. <laughs> it's plausible. It's plausible. Look, and if they have rare skins, that means they're rich. That means they're nobles. That means Kelsier can kill them. Oh, ooh, that's good. That's good. I like it. It's all making sense now. It's all f- coming together. It's all coming together. Come, come back in 20 minutes when we get to the episode. Ooh. The max party size in Fortnite is 16, so... You know, now I need someone to write this fanfic of, like, all the short vessels playing Fortnite together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good fic. That, that's solid. We also have some upcoming events and things. Apparently there's going to be a spoiler live stream, maybe, probably. Might, might have already happened two days ago uh, yeah. from when this episode comes out, but you go check so, that out, maybe. I'll put it in the description. We'll definitely be doing a video on that. Whatever. Oh we get yeah, from yeah, that. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it's a spicy one. If if this is hopefully. after it's happened, hopefully it was a spicy one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and in other event news, Jordan Khan is coming up in uh, just a little under two months. So middle middle of July. Um, you are probably not going to be able to buy memberships. Not at- not not buy when this episode airs. So great. Yeah. Uh, but fact. I will be there, so that'll be that'll be fun. Just now, and, I'll and be there. I will be there, and cool. a few other people will also be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, April is a terrible time for me to have a con to like actually go to the East Coast. So this one's in July, which is my summer. So I, that's significantly easier for me to do. Yeah, there are 
46 memberships left right now. Mm, brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but Brandon is going to be there. A lot of Dragon Steel is also going to be there. So even if you cannot attend, because by the time this airs, the tickets have run out, will, I, I hope some news, some content, some questions, some things well, will come out of that. I imagine we'll have an episode for that as well. So like doing one podcast every month of like, Brandon said things. Let's do an entire <laughs> Shardcast on it. It's like, oh, now Brandon said some more things. Let's do an entire episode on that. So easy. So easy. <laughs> All right. I think that's the news. So for once we had news. Uh, so let's let's get in to the main topic. Rhythm of War spoilers, of course. Uh, Actually, before yeah. we do that, okay. uh, we, we skipped show and tell. Oh, God. And oh. so my Way of Kings uh, goodies arrived, uh -huh. but I'm not going to show, show and tell. Yeah, them. yeah. There's going to be an unboxing as long as it because, films correctly. Because there's so much of them. Uh, what I will show is uh, a couple of things. So this is... I have no idea whether I've built this correctly, by the way. Uh, uh, looks right. It's a, it's a dice tower. The Mistborn uh, metal dice dice tower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is not the uh, Kickstarter goodies. No, no, it is not. No, I'm, I'm different, different Kickstarter goodies. Different, different, different Kickstarter. Kickstarter. That's true. That's <laughs> like two years ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm actually more excited about was so isaac stewart brandon's art director did a children's flip the flop whatever book mm. and as a part of the kickstarter to get that created uh he was also offering paintings of the main character of the book called little blue cosplaying as different brandon characters <laughs> <laughs> and so i am now a proud owner of an Isaac Stewart original of Little Blue <laughs> dressed as Chris. That Amazing. is amazing. That, wow, that's that's really good. I like that. Uh, mine, mine's shipped, but I, I haven't gotten it yet. Um, I was like, mine is still in the packaging, mm, packaging over there. Shipped. And I'm like, oh, like when I got it, I'm like, oh, I need to unpack this so I can bring it onto the next shard cast. So I can do show and tell with it before Argent goes. Oh, rip. He got <laughs> totally it first. Totally forgot. Rip. Rip, rip, rip. Totally forgot. rip. I didn't get a fancy painting. I just got the book. But mm -hmm. Yeah, I just got the book. Got my, mine's somewhere floating around upstairs. I got mine <laughs> this week. Mm. You, you got a so floating now, book, Ben? Wow. Yeah. yeah do you guys yeah, have, have, you, have you not seen Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. a wizard because he's in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. I walk through the library and I have to like dodge the books going from shelf to shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, because they try to bite you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I believe that. All right. So let's get in to this episode. Rhythm of War spoilers, probably Cosmere spoilers. It's, 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 there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And we're talking about everyone's totally sane Herald, Ishar. He's he's the most sane. He would never he never lies and he's He's the one who thinks the most clearly uh, among the heralds, according to the insane heralds. <laughs> uh, so what what did we know of Ishar prior to Rhythm of War? He was in charge of Tukar, of like yep. the god the god priest king. Yeah, and, and he, he sent was, a strongly worded letter. He he sent a very nice letter to uh, Dalinar, who that was yeah. that would it seemed very reasonable. <laughs> it was a very reasonable, not uh, not insane at all letter. 
what else did we know? That that was most of it, right? Uh, um, we had the title Binder of Gods, I believe, yeah. in Oathbringer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So he definitely did oath pacty things. And we know that he believed that the nine heralds could abandon the Oh, it's his one pact. It I don't remember if it was his plan, but like he at least like, yeah, this'll work. He he also told Nail to kill the new radiance because that would definitely solve the problem of the Voidbringers returning. So went great, great plan. Uh just I feel like there's just a lot of really great solid plans coming out of Ashar, really. Um As you would expect from yeah. the only sane Herald left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean the the Oath Pack plan did work. Like he was right. Totally yeah, sane. Did, did hold hold the Oath Pact on his own for like four and a half thousand years. Yeah. Despite it's longer our... than any of the rest of them. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, to maybe combined, actually. Yeah, pr- yeah. probably, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so that is what we knew before, but in Rhythm of War, we learned a whole lot more, and we met Ishar, and he's very crazy. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's very, very crazy. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk about these in in depth, but we learned one Odium first tempted Ishar to play with the surges, which led to Ashen being destroyed. So, holy crap, that's insane. We learn a lot more about Bondsmith's powers, and uh, a Bondsmith Unchained is ridiculous. Uh, that's that's what we've learned. Um, and Dalinar is a chump compared with, uh, you know, how good Ishar what? is. And... Uh, he did a lot of stuff in Shinovar to get his honor blade back. Yeah. What what else? Um Well, he's been um he's been experimenting. Oh yeah. right. <laughs> oh right. With, um, with Spren. Uh-huh. Because presumably he's a big shipper. And and he, really wants to see Siladin be a thing. He, he likes he likes getting physical with those spread. I mean, uh, to be fair, these things are all very plausible, though. That's the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, um, and the Stormfather yeah, really so, didn't like those. No, I don't. I don't think there is a, a person or spread in existence that liked. Other than things. Isha, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, he's kind of like a first. Yeah, and um, Yeah, no, I, I think, I think this is. Well, well, we'll talk about this later in the episode, but like, I think this is probably the most like viscerally disturbing scene that that Brandon has ever seen, ever seen, ever written. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I saw that scene. I do want to take issue with one thing you with you said, Arjun. I we don't know this, but I have a feeling Kelsier would be fine with these experiments. Like I think he'd be cool <laughs> with them. Oh, you mean to an end? If there's a, some end. Uh, so mean- so funny funny you should say that because there was a, a question on a live stream last year where somebody asked whether can whatever Ishar is doing to the Spren help Thydekar with his issue. Ooh. And and Brandon says that it is possible in a roundabout way. So, yeah, I mean, so your, doesn't care your, about 
friends. So I think as long as it's possible, he'd be cool with it. That's one yeah. other person in the Cosmere who's fine with what Ishar is doing. That is that is fair. <laughs> your your issue with my words is the Takari is seem very into it, but maybe that that's under duress of Ishar, which is like, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna mess with you. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So how about we go very much like in chronological order of what's going on with Ishar, which is always dangerous talking about first desolation time period with these heralds and things this is very sketchy we'll, so, we'll just say during the time of the desolations yep yeah or before that well yeah so so the Stormfather said that though i was only a wind then and not completely conscious i remember him ishar was ambitious even before madness took him he cannot bear sole blame for the destruction of Ashen, humankind's first home, but he was the one Odium first tricked into experimenting with the surges. What a crazy just sentence there. Like, wow. So I have a question about this. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. There is, so there are two interpretations to this and I am not sure. I, I think we've been assuming one, but I don't think we've addressed the other. Uh-huh. So when the Stormfather says that uh, Ishar was the first one that Odium tricked into experimenting with the surges, do we think that this means that Ishar was the first one to ever do anything with the surges on Ashen because of Odium's encouragement, information, knowledge, whatever? Or. Do we think that Ashenites were already doing things with the surges and Odium was like, hey, yo, Ishar, there are spicier things you can do with the surges. Mm. Yeah, so you're saying like there could have been some abilities, but Odium tricked Ishar into doing the spicy stuff that led to the destruction. Yeah. I see the second one being val- valid if um, Ashen had kind of like rules, uh, human rules about what you can do with the surges, because mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's pretty natural for people with to experiment with things. And so if they had special powers, people would be. So unless there was like a cultural or religious, like don't experiment with the powers that Odium then tricked Ishar into breaking, then yeah, I could see that being a thing. Or if like they just didn't think more, more was possible. It's like, this is what we can do. So going to Wheel of Time, which is a very big influence on Brandon, that there are certain things that are considered to not be possible with the magic system that people figure out how to do because they don't have the baggage of like, this thing can't be done. Right. Hmm. Not everything gets figured out, but some things do. Right. So, like, Ishar would be the one who's, like, not caring about what is known about the magic on Ashen. It's just like, oh, I'm going to figure it out for myself. Mm-hmm. And, or, or it could be a, a situation similar to uh, hybrid lights and, and especially mm-hmm. anti-lights, where um, all throughout the book, Raboniel tells us that anti-investiture is just not... It's not well, actually a thing. <laughs> She, she yeah. wants it to be possible, but she doesn't think it's possible. And then um, 
then Davani actually figures it out. So um, see, I I was thinking that there could be a parallel there with Ishar and Ashen and what we see in the Venli flashbacks of Venli was also this very ambitious person who wanted to discover these new forms. And then Odium came in mm. and sort of offered her what she wanted, but kind of with that price, with that like twist that you're going to have this um, like Odium Spren that sort of uh, had its own desires and own ambitions and sort of uh, used her to get the Everstorm. Yeah, and led to the destruction of her people and Ishara, uh destruction <laughs> of uh, his people. Uh, and Jess wanted me to say, Ishar's the OG Venli. <laughs> For exactly that reason. It's like, that, that's that's true. That's true. I'm, uh, I'm actually getting like slight thematic parallels with like like slight Garden of Eden vibes with forbidden knowledge and things like that. Mm. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. Odium, Odium is the is the temper, tempter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's also yeah. the temper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. That is true. The shard, that's... the shard of temper. Yeah, that's true. Good all, all, all accurate. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's so hard to talk about what happened here because we know so little about Ashen. We know so little about the first desolation. Like, what mm-hmm. sort of magic existed there? just anything right like we just have mm-hmm. no clue at all right mm-hmm. Not one really. one thing i wonder with ishar is like how common is the knowledge that he was the one who started messing with the surges because like we know from a different flashbacks when dalinar taps nail and gets into his past that yezrian seems to think like ishar's opinions matter and other heralds also like think like his opinions matter. So they, I wonder if they know that Isha was the one who screwed up first, or if they know and forgave him, or if they don't know and just assume that he was this wise scholar who didn't do anything wrong. I'm inclined to say that the heralds would know. I think the heralds in, would in know. honor. Like I, I don't think that is something that he could hide over yeah several thousand years and yeah it's just it's like really Odium old. wanted to keep that a secret like Odium yeah, would yeah, like yeah. shove that in everybody's face as soon as like Ishar stood against him like yeah that's true because like he seems to bounce back very easily like when it comes to public opinion because yeah. like whatever he he can do whatever crazy stuff and the heralds still think like he's the best thing since sliced bread like even in the current times Ash thinks that she should totally take Tolm to Ishar to get him fixed up. Yeah. And like, in my opinion, like the Stormfather says, like, he does not bear sole blame for the destruction of Ashton. It's like, he was the first, but if it wasn't Ishar, it would have been somebody else. Probably, yes. So it's like... He could have done, like, the first experimenting, and then other Mm -hmm. people took those experiments and then did other Mm -hmm. things. So, like, like it could have been sort of like a Manhattan-y project thing where it's like, yeah, hey, I, was, I did some I stuff. Well. I didn't yeah. do sh- like use the bomb that did this thing, but like my discoveries <laughs> clearly led to this. And if I didn't, like, yeah. then wouldn't be done. 
like Ishar was the Shashara, only there wasn't a Vasher to kill him before things <laughs> got out of control. I, I think You're we're Shashara. gonna. I think we're going to find a theme that many things wrong on Roshar might actually solely be Ashar's fault, actually. It is no, crazy how many bad things on Roshar are Ishar's fault. <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah, I, I I want to do one division spoilers. Uh, I haven't <laughs> finished it, but I'm on. Ep- uh, we finished episode six, though. Hey, you're going to have to remove your mind, you know. Just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I won't. I won't. I, like, you won't. I think all of us who have seen one vision know the joke you want to make. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. That's that's what that's what matters to me. Okay. I don't think I know. Yeah. So I don't really know what else we can say about odium tricking, experimenting with the searches, because that that really depends on like what's the Shardic situation on Ashen, right? Like we, yeah. we really just don't have any clue to what that means or how surge binding air quotes right Mm -hmm. operates there Mm. if at all like what does that mean right yeah um i have a ashen question for you guys Uh um so quoting sill when she talks a little bit about things that uh, bondsmiths have done in the oh, past. Oh yeah, we, we gotta talk about that, yeah. We will talk <sighs> about that, yeah, but the to specific, one specific line is a bondsmith bound other surges and brought humans to Roshar fleeing their dying world. Do yeah. we think Ishar's title or I assume Ishar is the person who did this uh, Ishar's title on Ashen was bondsmith. Do we think that that title came from Ashen? And then became kind of part of the the Knights Radiant Herald system thing. Yes and no. Okay. So uh, this is this is something that came up recently. Um, was chatting with some people, and I think I think the position I want to to take is that Bondsmith is similar to Lightweaver in that this is an OG Yolish term. Ooh. For somebody who can manipulate connection. Ooh, okay. I like I like Which that a lot. Is a power that they have, yeah. And so pre pre-shattering of Adonalsium, Lightweaver was a thing on Yolen, Bondsmith was a thing on Yolen, maybe other maybe other magic users also had names like that. And then post-shattering. As as humanity spread around the Cosmere, or knowledge of Yolan and the Cosmere was propagated throughout the Cosmere, people on other worlds either learned of these terms or kind of independently arrived at the same uh, at the same titles. And so I think Bondsmith was originally like a connection manipulator, uh, and that knowledge went from Yolan. To Ashen, and and to now to Roshar, yeah, and it does that does also really work with the theme of Rosharans being terrible at naming things, and being really <laughs> that's true. It, it is very thematic for that system. That's that yeah. is very so, true. In a similar vein, I have a question. So we know that Rosharans use the term surge and surge binding for like all magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we think Ashen's surge binding that broke the planet? is the same as Rosharan surge binding, or do we think it was a different magic 
that because of their naming convention, they call surge binding? I think this is an excellent question that I was going to ask, and then I let Ben do his thing. So <laughs> I thank you, Grace, for being asking this question. What is a magic system? Yeah, anyway, what, is a what, is, what does that mean? Like I, I think the the Ashen surge binding it is going to be noticeably different to Risharan. Honestly, I think it's going to be very similar because we have like both Storm, I think Stormfather and Sil and Nail, I think also talking about the potential of surges being destructive for Night's Radiant. So mm. it was like something completely, completely different. And I don't think they'd be this worried about it. That's fair. Mm. I um, think that it is not the same magic system, but it's part of like the same lineage of magic systems. Similar like, to the metallic arts. Similar to the metallic arts, similar mm. to Roshar and Surge Binding and whatever Void Binding ends up being, probably. <laughs> oh, I don't boy. know. <laughs> Who Great, knows? We're going there. But like it's like there's a thematic connection. It's like you can tell these magics are related, but Chris probably wouldn't consider them the exact same magic system. Like, I I don't yeah. think you get a spren, and I don't think, like, there's a spren bond there. Yeah. Like, well, No, though, that's not um, fundamental to surge binding. No, yeah. no, but, uh, it, like, mm -hmm. there's probably functional differences, but, like, you can do similar things with it, in a way. I, I, think, we, I think we will still have, like, the 10 surges on Ashen. Just mm. maybe different ways of accessing them, and... Yeah. And, well, I mean, and, and, and different effects, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, because Ashen wouldn't have any of the lights, right? Yeah, so, so you, they no. would had to be fueled differently, at least. Well, I mean, probably no. Maybe void lights. We we don't. Yeah, like that. That really <laughs> I, comes to I'm, the question. I'm skeptical, highly skeptical of Odium actually being that involved with Ashen, and I've always been very skeptical of him being super involved with Ashen. We, we have three shards. We have no idea mm -hmm. any extent that any of the three shards, like how much they did, other than the very specific quotes that we have. Actually, like I'm almost 100% certain they would not have Void Light on Ashen because Odium would not have, did not invest anywhere until he got trapped in the Rosharan system by the Oath Pact. Like, he did mm. not want to get stuck anywhere. Kind of makes me wonder, okay. why did why did, why did Odium reach out to Isha in the first place? Like, what's what's his business there? I, I assume Isha held a, a role of authority on Ashen in some way. Yeah, but like, what, what does Odium get out of messing with Ashen? Like, what, what that does like, true, a four-dimensional oh. chest? Like, why? Why is he doing that? Yeah. I mean, I think... I think it's not unreasonable to assume that it is all part of Odium's kind of galactic plan where he wants armies and influencing some kind of leader or a person of influence on Ashen is one way for him to uh, essentially gain a foothold in the Rosharan system. So if he can... Why am I holding a pen? Uh, if he can um, gain control over the Ashenites through Ishar, 
then that can like jumpstart his campaign to take over the Kazmir or whatever. I don't think Ishar even has to be in a position of power for this to be plausible. Like he, Odium might just have wanted like, okay, like I can see what this um, magic system can do like that they don't know. I'm going to start influencing them because I need people that can do those things. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, make it so like people know these things are possible. That makes it easier for him to recruit people who can do them. Or recruit. it could be, maybe he mm-hmm. didn't know that the magic system and Ashen could do those things. And Odium wanted to know what was possible. He wanted them to experiment because also, pl- you know, yeah. he wanted to see what they could do. He, I mean, race did say like the, like the greater power of the surges when that becomes mm-hmm. more known. Right. And so he would probably want people to experiment with what is possible. Um, I think a shard is going to be kind of intuitively aware of the limits and capabilities of a magic system. So I don't think Odium wanted Ishar and company to experiment with surges so that Odium can learn what the surges can do. I think the experiments were his way of gaining influence over that world mm-hmm. yeah or maybe or like maybe like strengthening the population of that world because he wants soldiers yeah oh oh i have i have an amazing idea all right is <laughs> no, 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 no. This is actually, this, this, this is not a stupid, stupid idea. This, I is think, I, okay. this, this, this is actually like, this is surprisingly plausible. Like if Odium's <laughs> trying to influence over the Ashenites, I think there's room to argue that maybe someone like Ishar or others specifically tried to destroy Ashen so Odium couldn't have access to like crap like that like it it could have been on purpose that's like odium's getting too much influence we need to end this uh like that that's actually plausible i don't hate it that's kind of cool yeah that's why i was very excited so i i have a thought and i know i know this is gonna sound crazy because ishar is now like the only saint harold but what if (laughs) he was targeted because he was already like mentally unstable on ashen before Hmm. odium's influence he was definitely old when the oath pact happened so like the sort of like um the way ruin could sort of talk to some people without spikes if they were broken enough Hmm. or like mentally unstable enough not implausible but it's still like i still come back to the fact that other heralds already trusted him before they went all crazy like again yesrian like speaks of ishar in that flashback like he's someone worth listening to yeah, so if it, ishar was already sleeping then it wasn't very apparent yeah it, it seemed like like with that line the Stormfather said about the tempting it's like ishar was ambitious even before madness took him so like that makes me feel like there wasn't madness there Mm -hmm. but i think there is room for there to be other shardic crap that some sort of condition could let a shard speak to someone better like we really don't know the mechanical reason why ruin can do that and how that would be different all we really know is like preservation listens and ruin talks that's about it <laughs> like i don't know how does palm talk i don't know 
Uh, to wax. So I think there's room for like there to be like some shardic, like some sort of attribute in someone's soul that like lets a, sh- a specific shard do something to them, potentially. We don't really know the details. And especially with a bondsmith in the picture, like you can you can do all sorts of wacky things with connection. So, yeah, I, I do think Ishar was trusted, but it's interesting that it's like the ambition that Odium was maybe targeting because like maybe Ishar wasn't necessarily like at the start. He didn't have that like a powerful role, but because of these things like Venli, right? Uh mm-hmm. Um, he got a, pa- a more powerful role and then got power mm-hmm. and did some good yeah, things, yeah. did some bad things. I'm really skeptical of the process that led to the heralds being like, hey, you know that guy whose ambition and desire for power led to our last planet being destroyed? Let's give him an honor blade and make him super powerful again. Like, Well, that well, that's, that's sort of the reason why maybe like if they knew that Ishard did this on purpose to save everyone, mm-hmm. kill maybe a lot of people. Like there, maybe there is some deeper thing that's like, no, that was the right thing to do. It didn't end up super great, but like without that, it would have been and even also, worse. Maybe. The heralds didn't choose the heralds. Honor chose the heralds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been thinking my about the situation that led to Ishar being the binder of gods and him creating the Oath Pact, and I'm like, man. He must have had honor basically repping him, being like, no, you guys can trust Isha, even though he... Yeah, pretty that. much, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's how it has to happen, right? And it's, well, think about Dalinar. Dalinar burned an entire city to the ground. <laughs> Very trustworthy. <laughs> like, but, like, he is on that path to deal with that. In mm. honor is honor. Like, he would, if... Ishar started on that path. Like, Honor, I think, would try to support that. Mm. Okay, I have, I have, a, I have a weird idea. So, what if, what if Honor never trusted the Heralds? Because, like, they were being sent to Braze forever, and the whole like torture loophole wasn't known. So, like, what if, what if that wasn't because he trusted them? What if it was because he, like, didn't explicitly didn't trust him, and he, like, wanted them somewhere? He <laughs> thought they rid- couldn't do any harm. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, so he. So you're saying that Honor wouldn't know that there was that, you know, loophole that, like, the heralds could break and then leave mm-hmm. uh, the fused mm-hmm. back, but he just wanted to get the heralds out of the picture. I don't know. Uh, th- I don't know if that quite fits with Oathbringer uh, chapter 38, where it's yeah. it, it seemed like the Stormfather was like, Honor was wrong about this. Just like straight up. He was yeah. just thinking that like, oh, it, you can't break oaths, but like, you know, pales kind of do. And I don't think Honor is the kind of person to sacrifice 10 people for thousands in that way. But Cultivation would. If she cultivation had any would. influence in the plan. <laughs> Cultivation, I, I, I believe it of cultivation. I don't believe it of honor. <laughs> hey, Tanavest, I got a great plan. <laughs> Excellent plan. I do uh, yeah. yeah, I do uh, want to address something. Um I don't know to what extent honor chose his heralds. 
And I am basing that on the kind of series of flashbacks Dalinar gets when he connects uh-huh. with Nail. Yeah, right. And the the kind of final one is uh, Jezrien approaching Nail or meeting with Nail, and Nail saying, "I will take this charge with honor." Jezrien says, "Do not consider it an honor, a duty. Yes, but not an honor." So it sounds like if this is referring to the Oath Pact, mm. which I can't imagine what else it could refer yeah, to. It's got to be right. <laughs> I think Jezrien approached Nail, who was some kind of enemy of his, whether an actual like military opponent or uh, a more philosophical type of enemy, right, and said, sure. "Okay, I know we're not friends, but also you are very honorable. Do you want to do this with us?" That is a good point, and yeah. I think I agree that Honor may not have selected all of them, but at the end of the day, like he had final veto, I guess. Like he like sure. chose to give each of them an honor blade. So at, at some point, Honor thought it was a good idea to have these ten people. Did, didn't in Oathbringer 38, the Stormfather say like the the heralds went to honor? Yes. Like, they went to them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, al- I also want to read exactly what Dresrian says because there's some in- there's definitely some clues yeah. here an enemy really yes like Jezrian said uh but an enemy who was correct all along making me the villain not you we will fix what we've broken ishar and i agreed uh and then and then it just says there is no person we would welcome more eagerly into this pact uh than you you are the single most honorable man I've ever had the privilege of opposing. So, well, A, it's gotta be, gotta be the Oath Pact. Like, it says yeah. Pact, like, it just wasn't called the Oath Pact yet, right? Like, yeah. it didn't have that name. But, uh, so that makes me wonder if, like, it, it seems like Jezrian and Ishar are like bros, right? Like, they were kind of on a similar faction of the humans potentially and nail was just like no these plans are stupid i am going to oppose you but then they eventually realize oh we are the we are the baddies we're we're the baddies we we we, we this this is stupid we we need to fix fix this so that's kind of you know my what this reminds me of mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of um kind of the the system of checks and balances so Ishar and and Jezrian, my impression of them is that Ishar is kind of the spiritual leader of the Heralds and Jezrian is kind of the secular leader of the Heralds. Mm. And like so... Commander, like Jezrian's probably doing the commanding, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more immediate day-to-day military stuff, like direct stuff, and then Ishar is providing the spiritual guidance. And the overall and so. Plan. I, I think I think they would consult with each other on the overall plan, but I but Ishar would be the one talking about like spiritual realm stuff and greater mm-hmm. implications for the Cosmere and shards and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, what if that relationship extends back to Ashen, where Jezrian was some kind of let's say king and Ishar was his first advisor priest vizier whatever and nail and nail was the high judge he was the one who was in charge of saying 
look, I know what the king is saying, I know what the priest is saying, but this is not right, this is not lawful. And so he would be the one who would be in frequent conflict with these kind of divine right figures and saying, no, let's let's follow the law and things like that. That's plausible, but just the fact mm. that Jezrean just agrees is like, yeah, we were straight up enemies. Like, it's yeah. not like they were. It's not like you're in the same coalition and like like oh yeah i mean we're we're on opposing political parties but we're still you know whatever nation that we're you know a part of right it it just mm -hmm. seems like no 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 they were straight up enemies yeah uh, yeah it's like i don't think they're they were part of a singular kingdom on ashen i think ashen was a lot more varied oh has so, like, to be yeah Yesrian was a king on Ashen, probably, but like I don't think Nail would be from the same kingdom. Do you suppose okay. Nail was also a king? That's the impression I kind of got from reading Rhythm of War. Interesting. That like he was an independent leader that they were in conflict with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm kind of wondering what they were in conflict over, and I wonder if it was like. Uh, maybe Nail sided with the singers like at the start of the war and yeah. Yezrin and Ishar pushed for some policies that caused the first war. Yeah, it, it does it does really feel like like after the destruction of Ashen they came there. We the humans left Shinovar. Don't know the politics of that in Void Binding or whatever the human void bringers. We don't know anything about that, but I feel like that's a very reasonable thing that, you know, Jezrean and Ashar easily could have pushed out and thought they were doing the right thing, but being manipulated again <coughs> uh, <laughs> and nail right disagreeing with that path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the idea that whatever disagreement they had is on a totally different axis from like the conflict with the singers dealing with odium like it's like it's important but like it has something to ha something to do with something completely different like something oh, so like salty popcorn versus sweet popcorn only very <laughs> only political. <laughs> yeah left popcorn versus right popcorn yes that's exactly what i'm talking about i mean the the thing is is like the humans going to chinovar mm -hmm. There are tons of different groups from Ashen mm -hmm. and probably very few survived. And so there's just like these mm -hmm. fragments of these old kingdoms. Right. And yeah, it's I just I just don't think it's like, oh, like I don't think it has to do with the conflict with the singers directly. I have an idea. This is a little bit out there, but like, what if what if we saw, we talk about like Yezrian probably being a king on Ashen? But like, what if he and Ishar weren't that important on Ashen? Because we know like Ishar at least was ambitious. And then in this chaos of the destruction and the moving, they gained in power and weren't like rulers until they got to Roshar. And then maybe Nail was like kind of the old guard ruler class from Ashen. And part of that conflict was him being like, no, like 
these people are new and don't know what they're doing and like they they shouldn't be ruling here and then it wasn't until like Yezrian kind of came to him and was like no like you were right like we we didn't like we made mistakes and we want like your guidance and you by our side that sort of that was mended so it'd be like Battlestar Galactica no no I've never never actually watched that okay it's basically the storyline is what you just said oh (laughs) (laughs) with spaceships yeah. I think that would be an interesting thing, an interesting way for things to have gone. But I don't think that is the way things went. And any other thoughts on like this very early phase, like Ashen leaving there and like we're, we're nearing Oath Pacty times. We got to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. There is the bit from Sill's interlude. From uh-huh. Rhythm of War. Let's just scan real quick. A bondsmith cre- uh, connected the heralds to Braze. That is oath packed stuff, obviously. Made them immortal. Locked enemies away. A bondsmith bound other surges. <laughs> and brought humans to Rashar. <laughs> Playing their dying world. Yeah. yeah. Other surges. Bound and other surges. What does that mean? I don't know, but it does remind me of from words of radiance how when ishar found like the fledgling fledgling orders he's like he thrust order upon them oh which you i mean, always thought oh yeah yeah, yeah. no no, no. Yep, yeah. yep you're totally right which yep i always thought was metaphorical until this book i'm like mm, maybe that's actually he did bondsmithy shenanigans oh i and- i absolutely <laughs> agree that the surge binding changed in the radiant to formal radiance and he did some stuff maybe with honor's permission yeah let me let me find the exact quote so here's the bit from the in world words of radiance but as for ishielin he was the part most important at their inception he readily understood the implications of surges being granted to men and caused organization to be thrust upon them Asterisk, I want to get back to this in a moment. Okay. As having too great power, he let it be known that he would destroy each and every one unless they agreed to be bound by precepts and laws. So Yeah, yeah he he would he would understand those things. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Makes sense. There's, Checks there's out. a lot to unpack here. There's a lot. However, I wanna I wanna point at a at a specific bit of phrasing because it hadn't occurred to me that you can read one of the one of the bits of this 70 word sentence in a different way Uh Mm -hmm. he readily understood the implications of surges being granted to men and caused organization to be thrust upon them yes them is ambiguous that is ambiguous did he thrust organization upon men or upon the surges oh no oh (laughs) until that Nice. Solid. You know, I just want to say I don't like the idea that Ishar himself has the power to completely alter the magic system. That seems like something that, well, you know, he shouldn't be able to do on his own. So, hmm. so, so I get what you're saying there, but right after that, there's a semicolon. Also, this is literally the first one. It's chapter <laughs> two, page four. It's like literally the first thing. <laughs> Makes sense. Origin of Radiance. But after the semicolon is 
as having too great power, <laughs> he let it be known that he would destroy each and every one. So it's like, as having too think- great power, is he talking about Ishar having too much power and he would he will just wreck you if you don't? No, I think you guys are looking at the trees and missing the forest. The sentence as a whole is clearly talking about him imposing restrictions on the people. He didn't go to the surges and say, be bound by laws or I'll kill you, because they're certain Yeah, that is forces in the universe. But Uh, but the thing is, is like these are manipulating connections. It doesn't need to just be one of those things, right? Hmm. And Syl herself says that like laws of nature are just sort of like an agreement between friends to keep people from <laughs> getting true. confused. That is true. That is true. And like at, at this point, the heralds are still mostly sane, I'm assuming. They haven't gone off the deep end yet. So honor would be like, oh hey, like this trusted person says these people having this power which was a surprise to all of us, is a bad thing. Like, I kind of trust him and agree. So, yeah, like, Otto would a, agree, though. Like, he needed to... Yeah. He wanted it to be yeah. regulated. So, right? like, Ishar doesn't necessarily need to have changed the magic system himself solely. Honor would have helped him with that. Or so he Ishar's, would have helped Honor with that. Yeah. So Ishar's greatest superpower is having direct line to Honor. Yes, I mean, I mean pr- pretty much. I'm just imagining the scene of like Ishar going to honor and being like, "Hey, I had this. I I was thinking we need to bind these people with laws and regulations." And they honor just being like, "Laws bind? I I don't need to hear anymore. Go for it." <laughs> you had me at laws. <laughs> rules. And, and it, I like and, rules. Yeah, and it's like I we know Ishar was ambitious. And he got tricked to starting this whole mess. Uh-huh. But I don't think he was ever a bad person. So maybe not. <laughs> what is like a bad now he's person? just insane. Like yeah. morality goes out the window. I so it's like I think I, we're I, we're I think we're just attributing a lot of like, oh, like he is this like scheming, manipulative person when, like, no, I think he he was tricked into doing a bad thing. But I think he is trying to be a good person. His mind is in the right place. Yes. No, I I absolutely agree with you. I think every step of the way, Ishar was thinking he was doing the right thing for his people, for humanity, Mm -hmm. for whatever... You know, you know the that 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 organization in the King Killer Chronicles, uh, the Amir. Yes, whose motto is for the greater good. Mm-hmm. I think Ishar would fit really nicely with them. I think I think he's the kind of person who would do things for the greater good. I disagree with that last thing because, like, I do think like he is going for the greater good, but the. He wouldn't do a bad thing for the greater good. Like that's right. the implication. That's that's the odium. That the that's like, would be the they're willing to do. Yeah, they're willing to do the dirty things for the greater good. I don't think that's where I would place Ishar. I don't think he would intentionally do something like 
terrible. Yeah. I, but, I, but, 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 I agree, but he's also the person who suggested that 10 people get tortured for eternity so a world can live in peace. Well, I mean, they didn't know it was so bad. He would do terrible okay, things yeah, to himself. All right, yeah, all right. that is a different thing than... do. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrificing yourself so the rest can live uh, is different mm-hmm. than like, ah, I so need to kill stuff, these people to save a bunch of other people. Like, I don't think he'd do that, right? He's uh, not Yasna. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I mean, but he he does suggest that at least while he is crazy, like, well, that's pretty true. directly says. Mm-hmm. Kill the budding knights radiant to stop the desolation. Yeah, and, mm. and and again, it's like I I don't think we can necessarily treat the crazy heralds as indicative of what the sane heralds were. Like they are very specifically like fallen versions of themselves. Yeah, but I I don't think I also don't think it's fair to completely divorce that. Like their insanity comes from elements of their personality. Yeah. And and I think like there's there's a, certainly an element of like the the morality is really messed up, but like mm-hmm. I think I, the insanities are heightened versions of their flaws, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Ishar, what we've seen of Ishar's flaws, like he he is someone who you know, I mean, maybe he would at least have enough like humanity to recognize that the plan isn't a good one or that like it's not going to work anyways but i i think he is still someone who would think of the plan and at least consider it yeah yeah i'm in reading what ishar is like saying to dalnar really seems like ishar really hates odium like like a lot like he Mm. deeply like mm. opposes odium and so I-, I could imagine a thing where like once he finds out the extent to what what he was tricked he's like no screw that yeah this <laughs> this god is up to no good no good at all so like way back when he's like yo these these fused are reincarnating like immediately we how do we even deal with this like we're we're totally screwed uh and so let's lock them away and screw over Odium and like that that will solve that problem. But like far down the line, like he's said, well, clearly this uh, Oath Pact thing hasn't really quite worked out super great for us, but we still care about imprisoning the fused and stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's like, OK, let's let Talon do it. Ishar's convinced it'll work, right? Uh, and so I was like, great, cool, solved that problem. Uh, no problem at all with that. And in the current time, they're like, oh, crap, Voidbringer's coming back. We we got to kill them because uh, the those Radiants, because, you know, that that's just what Ishar's focused on is on, I think, Voidbringers and Odium as a whole. And it's like, those are sort of the plans there. And so that that's kind of all he's really focused and thinking about on? I don't know. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's something where, you know, back in the olden times, he might have, like, thought of a plan like that and discounted it entirely, and then as Mm -hmm. time goes on and he keeps failing over and over again, he gets more desperate and more willing to sacrifice Mm -hmm. other things and other people to stop Odium. 
these other things didn't work so now it's time to use the bad plans again yeah yeah Yeah. i i find it really interesting um that even in the depth of his insanity he is hyper focused on stopping odium like that is Mm. he is so far gone in so many different ways but like this is a thing that sticks with him in his in, in his personality. Yeah, like yeah. the the quote is uh, in chapter one eleven of Rhythm of War. Ishar is saying to Dalnar, "I am Herald of Heralds, soul bearer of the Oath Pact." Okay, uh, I am more than I once was, and I will become yet more. I will absorb your power, Odium, and become a god among gods. Uh. Adenalcium reborn. You need 15 more shards for that. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Um, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Here's Nightblood. If only, if only uh, Nail just gave Nightblood to a shard, then ever things would go so much better, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The dikes. Nothing. Yeah. I also wonder about the bit where he says he's more now than he ever was. Like, yeah. obviously, that would be the raving of a madman. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's definitely uh, part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. actually changed to make him think that he's now more than he once was. Yeah. It's yeah. not regulated by honor, right? Like, yeah, he's a Pondsmith unchanged. Been... Unchained. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Very much changed. This is changed. <laughs> would that imply that he does, or at least believes he does, have more power than back when he helped destroy Ashen and fled the planets and made the Oath Pact? That is scary to think about. <laughs> I yeah. think he might be more thinking about the time than when he was a herald than the time he destroyed Ashen. Yeah, like, he I did think thousands he... of years of being a herald. Yeah. He's been a herald a lot longer than he was destroying Ashen. And, and he's talking to Dalinar, right? So mm-hmm. like, I'm not the person in your myths and legends. I'm way better than that now, right? Like, it kind of has that sort of flavor to it. Could be, yeah. Yeah, Ishar's super yikes with all of his abilities and just like, ah, Stormfather. Oh, oh, Odium corrupted the Stormfather? Why? Well, I, I, gotta, I gotta deal with this myself. Yeah. Let's, let's go into more concrete things about Ishar as opposed to, like, prehistory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we made it to the Oath <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe the breaking of the Oath Pact. But I kind of want to talk about Shinovar. What's up with that? Let's do it. Sure. There's... Yeah, we can talk about that. I don't think we can talk about it much. Well, <laughs> we spent an hour talking about something we know uh, very Yeah, very yeah, we actually have some, we have some dialogue about <laughs> this other one. Not just a single paragraph, multiple paragraphs, okay? Zeph is convinced that the Shin would ne- not give the Honor Blades back to uh, Ishar. And Ishar's like, no, they, the, the Shin were holding the Honor Blades for us, and so they clearly just gave it to me. But then he also says how the Shin had accepted the Unmade, tried to make gods of them, I saved them, and your father did give me this blade. He thanked me for letting him die. God, Ishar's great. Like, he's so <laughs> totally off his rocker, but, like, I I love that he's just like, I'm totally doing all the right things. You guys are all crazy. Like, I, lo- I just love that sort of a villainy thing. 
That's so good. Yeah. Want to include one more line on yeah. that? It's like your father was barely a man when I found. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. The Shin had accepted the. Yeah, other right, one. right, right, right. Good old Naturo here. <laughs> it is. It is interesting to consider how much of this is factual and how much of this is Ishtar yeah. being insane. <laughs> I mean, I, I have um, no doubt well, Unmade are there, right? Yes, yes. And and we have, I think, Spren tell us that there's like darkness in Shinovar or something to that effect. Mm. Something. Uh, or maybe it's the Stormfather. But like, we, we, we have hints that there's something wrong in Shinovar. Mm-hmm. And so it is fully plausible that there is at least one unmade there, uh, whether that is um, the dust whether mother. that's Ashat Marm who has escaped Kolinar, or whether that is the Dust Mother, whether it Diagonarthus. is Diagonarthus, whether it is Sabato Mishram who has escaped her prison. Mm, um, I don't think she's out of her prison yet, but I mean, maybe I'd be very interested. Um, but but regardless, um, unmade influence probably there, and so. It is possible that the Shin are living in, in, or at least some of the Shin, right? Because we do see that farmer trader who is perfectly fine back in the way of King's Interlude. It is possible that some of the Shin are, are living in a state similar to how the people in Kolinar were under the influence of the heart of the revel. So maybe, maybe it is the stone shamanate who are mm. kind of deeply, deeply under the influence of one or more of the unmade. And as one of the holders of the Honor Blade, Naturo is probably a member of, of that group. Yeah. So that bit about, oh, he was barely a man when I got to him, that, that could be true. That, that does sound a lot like Heart of the Revel. Um, mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. When Potatoes. did Ishar go to Shinovar to get the honor plate? Well, Recently. it had to be less than yeah, it had to be less than seven years ago because mm. Chef left Zef left seven years ago so, with with the oath stone. So that's like the hard, the oldest point. It can yeah, because, it has to be after Zeth left. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Agreed. like I'm I'm curious, like was he Tezim? Before he got say, the honor blade, right? When did when did Tezim conquer? We don't that know. nation. Do we? What do we know about Tukar actually? Well, not much, honestly. We we got very little. It's ruled by Ishar. It's ruled by Ishar. Know. Like yeah, we know that the people there are like super religious. Oh, how long has the eighties um, war? We been we know they have good jewelers. Yeah, they have clans. Okay, so the copper mine says that the. 80s war at the time of true desolation had been going on for six years. So there's a Zeph leaves, one year passes, then the 80s war begins. And presumably, Tezim is already yeah. in charge during yeah, the 80s they, war. They, yeah, yeah, because uh, he's doing that at behest. They're doing that at the behest of Tezim. Yeah. yeah. So just... if if Ishar did it before becoming Tezim, then he would have a very narrow window of when to do it. He'd have to, like, pass yeah, yeah. Zev by the door. Yeah. I... It just feels like everything happens in 1165. 
Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of people meet cultivation and the night watcher and Gavilar dies and alliances are made and all the heralds are in Kolinar and things are happening. Which is why I I don't think he went to get the honor blade before becoming Tezum. I think he recently got the honor blade back. Okay. After go Because after. it's after it's after the unmade setup shop in Shinovar, which mm. I think is a very recent thing. Mm. I don't think that was going on when Seth was there. I think it happened like during the time skip mm. or shortly before. Because he'd yeah. probably think that the unmade aren't a problem until he realizes that the true desolation mm. is here, right? Because mm. like in Edge Dancer, Nail's like, nah, 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 nah. Those are not Voidbringers, mm -hmm. right? And so that makes me feel like Ishar also does not believe that the those stories around that time that they are Voidbringers returned, right? The fused are not yeah. back. But then um, you know, Nail realizes, right? And I imagine Nail would go ask Ishar for guidance. As I he think does. he actually said he was gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> and so maybe around that time, Ishar's like, well crap. The thing that I was trying to do didn't work. It's time to do more shenanigans to fix this problem. And I feel like around that time period, around Oathbringer time, he goes to Shinovar. A lot of Unmade are active after the Everstorm, right? That kind of yeah. activated mm -hmm. them. Uh, and then he got his honor blade. So I, th I think that's about right. We know that Ishar is in Tukar, at least when Dalinar is trying to build his coalition of nations, since he gets this strongly worded letter about ownership of Urifiru. Yeah, I mean, they have span reads, though, so, like, I mean... Also, how long yeah, is it like, taking for him to go to, like, Shinovar and come back? Yeah, I mean, well, even on land, fly. it's a quick trip. He can't fly, that's true. Um, Ebba boats, is Tukar is a is a very naval. I mean, Tukar Tukar to Shinovar is like Alethkar to Yakovet. Yeah, it's not far. It it uh -huh. is not that far. Uh, there, there's room for that still, to work. He'd still have to have this little fantasy novel plot of like finding the kingdom in corrupted by the unmade and finding his way to the center of the corruption and getting his sword back. I think the heralds know exactly where the honor blades are. Like it's been yeah. four and a half thousand years. I think they they, they might have a connection something... to their blades as well, potentially. Potentially, yeah. potentially. I mean, we we don't know. We don't know. Like the they they were connected to them for a long time, and so like spiritual yeah. mumbo jumbo. There's probably a connection. How extensive? I, I mean. I believe it was in Way of Kings Prime that they could sense when where yeah, the honor blades right. were. That's true. But I think Brandon said that that was cut out of the Way of Kings proper. Mm. Mm. And that's yeah. a because that leads into questions about Town's honor blade, like if yeah. Town could sense yeah. where. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think like still an open they to qualify what I said previously. I don't think they have magical means of finding out where their blades are. I just think over four and a half thousand years, like. They, knew where they, they know that the stone oh, yeah. shamanate has them. They mm. know where the stone shamanate are. They've been around yeah. for yeah. 4,000 mm. years. They, they've talked to a lot of people. 
Mm-hmm. They yeah. probably honestly so, didn't even want the honor blades for a long time. Like that's yeah, why they, they didn't care. Yeah. They forewent them. They they forgoed them. They, yeah. they uh, let them go. And yeah, you know. I mean, part of the reason they abandoned them is because they thought it was the honor blades that tied them to the oath pact. Mm-hmm. And so abandoning the blades was actually unnecessary action for them to abandon the oath pact. And it could have like been like I'm breaking whatever connection there is possibly potentially yeah yeah and correct me if i'm wrong so tukar was at war with marat i believe emil no emil Emil, was it okay um and so if the getting his blade back was a recent thing it kind of explains why that war is still ongoing since if you've got the bondsmith with his blade and all his powers at the front of your army i don't imagine the war lasting very long uh yeah yeah so, so it being really, it, really recent. Yeah, and I think he needs the blade in order to do his experiments. That's yes. true. That does. That does. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he got frame. it because, like, he might might have gotten it because, like, he wants to do this research now. Well, I can't do it without my blade. Might as well go get it. Ooh, yeah. But that's, also, that's a, well, and in the process of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "Well, there's corruption here. I gotta, I gotta stop odium and defeat the corruption. Like that's what, I, mm-hmm. that's my thing." <laughs> is it? Is it time we talked about it? The Spren experiments. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, so by by way of leading into that, let's talk about the brief fight. Um, yep. Eleanor and company has with Ishar because there's some uh, some spicy stuff in there as well. Yeah, and then, stuff. and then we're gonna follow Dalinar into the tent. Of horrors, Ooh, great. And fun times. <laughs> it seems would... like a, such a fun theme park. <laughs> Maybe if I can yeah. pipe in for a moment, I I think we could start earlier with the brief fight that Adolin and Maya have with Tukari in Shadesmar. Oh, because that's sort of yes. We we should we should it's probably Ishar who sent them there because he's the one who has the power to like open the door for them to go in and out. Has to be. Something that is really interesting about these Tukari is, uh, I, I think we can all agree that they are they are on Ishar's behalf and they're like capturing Spren or doing whatever. Yes, and he sent them to Shadesmar because yeah. we see that Ishar can do that. Yeah. Um, something that is very notable about them is that Adolin notes that their faces seem to be perpetually in shadow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is. And, and like there are multiple mentions of this in the book. So like, if it was just once, uh, I could I could chalk this off as Brandon like foreshadowing like some thematic darkness around these Tukari. But the fact that it's multiple times um, suggests to me that there's something supernatural going on with these. Especially because mm-hmm. Shadesmar illumination is so weird and like kind of all over the Universal. place. Really, yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. like being shrouded in shadow yeah. is unusual. So, do we have any ideas why they might be shrouded thusly? And what that implies? It just sounds unmatey, doesn't it? It, it really does, does sound yeah. unmatey. See, my mind went to shadows pointing the wrong way being associated with Shadesmore, and if there was something mm-hmm. weird with that, with like, I don't like the... the Like, instead of shadow, their shadows being pointed the wrong way, there's some weird thing of like... Their shadow is always like falling on their face. Maybe I don't know. I wonder if it's some kind of connection shenanigans. Like maybe they are somehow connected, capital C to Ishar, 
so that he knows when to pull them out of Shadesmar or something. And maybe this is like a visual representation of that. Mm. Like he, he doesn't have, because the, the team Dalinar has Yasna to peer into Shadesmar and like have a look of when to, when someone is in Shadesmar to be pulled out. But Ishar, I don't think he has that ability. Like, I don't think we've seen Dalinar like looking into Shadesmar yeah. without opening a perpendicularity. So, yeah, I think peering into the cognitive realm is something that only people with uh, transformation and, oh uh, my God, what is the... the transportation? Uh, transportation. I can't want to say transition. I'm like, it's not that one. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's only for those, the only thing that those two can do. I think that Ishar just has predetermined times that, like, if you want to get out, show up at this time. I'll open mm. the perpendicularity. If you're not there, screw you. Like, I don't think he cares about like, oh, there's somebody waiting there. Like, yeah. he, he opens he the door can. at his time yeah. schedule, not the people in Shadesmar. Yeah. Yeah, that's way simpler than my theory. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't th I don't think I've seen any like good theories about why they're shrouded. Yeah. That's the first time I'm even noticing this is a thing, so... No, no, no. Like, I, I looked at the paragraph. Like, there's an entire paragraph that, like, Adolin's, like... The omnipresent uh, illumination played tricks on Adolin's eyes. The shadow stretched the wrong way, and distance was harder to judge. So Adolin was accustomed to things feeling off. Even with that considered, the way these people seem to be constantly wreathed in shadows, it was unnerving. As they stepped up, he felt like he could only see hints of features, and no matter which way they turned, the pits of their faces, the eye sockets, the lines along their noses, were always dark. He saw occasional glimpses of their eyes. So, like, even Adolin's like, yeah, she's smart, weird, but these guys are super weird. I guess... So, well, this makes me think... Uh, and, and this is not something I've considered in depth before, um, and it doesn't necessarily fit with the Cosmere, but like it makes me think of the kind of themes you would see when somebody is either controlled or possessed in some kind in some way mm. uh, in other media. In other right? media, yeah. Like mm -hmm. something's off about them. There's a shadow about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so I don't think Ishar would have the ability to literally mind control people. I think that's nothing I know about the powers he possesses would lead me to believe that this is this is one of them. Um, but also we've seen almost mind control with the void sprint and with odium. So strong enough connection can influence people very heavily, right? Yeah, right. So, so may, maybe we are seeing that, and like maybe maybe they wouldn't look different in the physical realm, but the fact that they're in Shadesmar allows this connection or whatever it is to manifest in some way. Or like, I like that. Well, I don't like it, but I like the idea. <laughs> I mean, everything um, with the Tukari and uh, this part yeah. is very uncomfortable, yes. But, like, what if instead of, like, 
connection shenanigans. It's identity shenanigans. Like, what if, like, their identity has been lessened? So, like, you can't see who they are because their identity mm-hmm. isn't as concrete. There, there's maybe definitely, like, mm. the, the literally the Bondsmithy powers are manipulating spiritual crap. So, like, sure, mm-hmm. why not? Like, you, he could do a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know why he would need to do that. Like, that seems... Mm kind of tedious to do that to an entire nation that seems like real slow going but well, like why would he, he need know. that to send them into Jadesmar? i don't know he wouldn't have to do it to the entire nation but like the operatives he's putting into the cognitive realm like i think he would want a firmer control over like to make sure that they actually beat up the spren even though what they're doing is super uncomfortable for someone to do maybe yeah yeah Yeah. okay that that actually kind of makes sense i was just like why would he need them to do that but it's like yeah maybe they're actually humans and they don't like what's going on and so it's like not yeah like you know you don't want your special operative to like go to a bar get drunk and start bubbling about what you're doing Mm -hmm. you know this this what this reminded me of and this is going in a pretty different direction but it uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the midnight essences and i don't think it is the midnight essences but there are nine other deaths that we don't know about <laughs> the 10 deaths <laughs> oh man it, put in the comments below because more comments is better for the algorithm how many of you remembered that the 10 deaths were a thing and that midnight essence was one of them because honestly <laughs> It was literally only mentioned Wave Kings. We have not seen any of the other ones specifically. And, you know, even though we, we've said earlier, like, Ishar really hates Odium, but I think it would kind of fit for, like, him to think he is this great god and then have one of the ten deaths be infecting his own people under his nose. Mm. Yeah. He thought maybe he thought he could control it or something like it. it mm. He like Midnight Essence, you could release it even without it yeah. being in a desolation in case you forgot. That was that Starfall's mm-hmm. vision. Excellent chapter. Kind of like a parasite that latches onto people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Why not? There's so many more unmade to do and so much <laughs> weird crap they, that they're probably capable of. Mm. We're got to get so more have... unmade stuff oh. in book five, right? Like oh my god, the, oh, yeah. the lack of unmade stuff in book four slayed yeah. me. I was, yeah, I was, I was yeah. just thinking about that like this morning. There yeah. has to like, be because like we have to find Baido Mishram. And we have yeah. to deal with what it's up to going in Shinnabar, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So there's two. Or maybe um, whatever. I, I think we've exhausted the Dukari and their their mysterious shadows. Um but the point is they need to beat up a sprint and really injure it before Ishar, I guess, can pull it to the physical, right? Like, I guess that's the implication Seem- there, right? Yes, yeah. 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 I, I don't necessarily think they need to beat him up yeah. so that he can get them into the physical. I think they need to beat them up so they can actually, like, manhandle them. So, like, transport them to where Ishar is. Yeah. I, no, I, always, no, I disagree uh, with that. Because mm-hmm. it's like 20 of them or whatever. They can literally just grab Notum and drag yeah. him 
whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, they don't need to pulverize him. And they're pulverizing him before yeah, it, uh, it Adolin gets there. It seemed like they were, like, draining him of his essence or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, making whatever... Life force is a terrible word, but you know what? You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, just, like, weakening him significantly to make whatever they're about to do easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I but I wanted to transition us to something else that was very brief mm-hmm. uh, that maybe we don't need to talk much about, but it's the moment when the Lightweaver Stargile is kind of presenting a vision of his flight with a bunch of Windrunners when they were, like, scouting the Tukari camp. And so they... Uh, let me just find the passage real quick. Uh, they're they're flying there, and in the vision, Stargayo is uh, presenting Ishar, who wears simple robes, deep blue, which I assume is similar to the painting we see in Oathbringer. Okay. Uh, he spread his hands out to his sides, frost crystallizing on the ground around him, which is interesting in and of itself, by the way. That's true. Forming mm-hmm. lines... A glyph, the symbol for mystery, a question. Wow, that is really weird. (laughs) It seemed directly, uh, it seemed directed at Dalinar specifically. This was absolutely the right man. Dalinar didn't need to consult the drawing with had drawn. Okay, so I don't see this in the passage here, so I might be wrong about this, but I thought. Uh, but I thought Ishar looked directly at um, Stargayo, who was then present. So, like, I-, I thought it looked like Ishar was looking at Dalinar, even though Dalinar was looking at a vision. But maybe that's just not a not a thing there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, two two interesting things. One, crystallizing a glyph out of frost, which is something we've seen uh, Kaladin do. In fact, we've seen. Windrunners do when they yep. swear an oath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also seen Frost crystallize around Zeth. I think when he expands a lot of power very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's the only time we see that. And mm. now we see this um, Frost crystallizing a glyph at will. Obviously, Shari's not swearing an oath, he's just doing a thing. Yeah. Uh, coming from Ishar. Mm-hmm. And also, I, yes? when summoning Shrug Blades, isn't there also frost or is it like cold water? <sighs> they it coalesces from mist. Yeah. They appear to coalesce from mist, so they're like they're wet for a moment. Yeah, like it's that's really weird. Mm-hmm. And and so <sighs> The way, so, so what I think is happening, right? So Stargayo is flying with the Windrunners and Ishar sees them or he's being told about them from scouts or whatever. I don't think there's anything supernatural involved in like him seeing a bunch of Windrunners. And so he yeah. looks at him and he goes, oh, these are probably scouts for Dalinar. And so he preps up a little show to, um, I don't know, like invite Dalinar or to show that he has seen his spies or whatever. It's like, yo, I'm the guy you're looking for. What's up? Yeah. Thing is with 
Ishar's power set, you can basically rationalize him doing whatever you want. Yeah, it's... The power, for, the power of spiritual mumbo-jumbo, as I've always said. Very powerful. I, I thought we had a wob about, like, Kaladin crystallizing the, the glyph out of frost, but I'm having trouble finding it. Do any of you remember that? Like, I remember mm-hmm. when he swears the third ideal, like he gets the big glyph under him, right? Second oh, and up? third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I, yeah, I remember questions being asked about it. I don't remember what they were, what specifics they were. Mm-hmm. Also, you might be thinking of a of a of an illegal wob. Oh, oh. I? Uh, I, I, I might be. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I found it. I found it. Oh, oh, it is from the Oathbringer release party. Actually, ah, okay. Uh, what's with Kaladin being special with his ults that he explodes with power every time he says it? Bren says uh, that is a function of Windrunners being very close to Bondsmiths, which has certain effects. Would other Windrunners also do that as well? Bren says yes. Speaking of Ashara's abilities, uh, he om- like when they're fighting, right? Th- he's basically gets to parry where they will be. It- it's very much like an Atiyami type feel. Mm-hmm. To that, yeah, especially super when reminiscent of ATM. Yeah. I kind of wonder, is it is it actually a magical effect, or is it just that he's been fighting for so long that he's actually just very good at predicting normally what his opponents will do because he fought like just a truckload of them? I think there's something magical with this specific fight. Um yeah. like he's good at the fighting itself, but like Atiyami shadows, he has the honor blade, he does crazy stuff. I feel like that's just like kind of foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's got some weird stuff going on, and I so I, I do think it's magical. Yeah, I think the way that the wording Brandon uses and how it's described as it's like he's defending uh, they're trying to hit not where he is, but where he was. Um is very reminiscent of how he describes Atium. So I think it's yes. intentionally drawing a parallel through using yeah. the wording of the text. Yeah. If, if if he was just really good at fighting, I wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be, think, be thinking it's ATM. I have been in a little bit of a kind of a, a crisis lately <laughs> um, in that uh, I, I've been trying to reconcile connection and fortune as spiritual mm. attributes that allow you to see the future. Mm. And I am no longer sure where I stand on either one of these. Um, because yeah. like with Ishar, I would I, I would assume it is his ability to manipulate and see connection yeah. that allows him to mm. see the future. And to an extent, I can see how that is useful for uh, for future sight. Right, and and that mirrors a little bit the bit with um, with Laris and Kelsier, where you you were essentially because because like connection is connection to people, places, and times, and also mm-hmm. according to Word of Brandon, forces. And so you can see, essentially, you can Ishar can see the soldiers' connection to the future or something like that, and and act based on that connection. Mm-hmm. So, but that leaves very little room for fortune. I don't think that him using fortune in a fight is connected to his ability with connection. 
I'm I've always felt the way that heralds work is they get like a base set of power powers um for being heralds, whether this is just for something intentionally given to them by honor or just from being close to honor. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they get the surge binding manipulation from their honor blade. Okay. And so right, I think town the can way grab that dart, right? Town can grab yeah. the dart. And so I think that, yeah, that yeah, might, yeah. their ability to mm-hmm. use something like A Team Shadows is just part of the base set that all heralds have. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, yeah. That is I, plausible, admittedly. I have a question yeah. for you, Eric, because I think you asked Brandon about this. Uh huh. But it's the scene at the end of Oathringer when Odium is talking to Teravangian about the diagram. Yes. He talks about, you did this without fortune or access to the spiritual yep. realm. I did ask this specifically because I wrote the fortune article. Uh, yeah. Fortune is a way of accessing the spiritual realm. So, like, there are, it's not the only way, but, like, it is a way. Uh, yeah. that, that's basically how he, he said Yeah. So it's like, so the point I'm trying to make is like, Ishar, uh, not Ishar, fortune isn't the only way to see the future. You can do it just from base, like reading the spiritual realm. Yeah. Probably right. not yep. as yes. efficiently. Yes. Yes. So it's like, agreed. It could be Ishar's connection shenanigans, like skill rather than actual fortune here though it i i don't know i wouldn't to, to yeah. quote mm-hmm. brendan mm-hmm. um you find fortune the is a property and mm-hmm. the spiritual realm is a place but not a place uh to use fortune you are always involving the spiritual realm but in the spiritual realm you are not always involving fortune okay. yeah right yep yep, 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 yep. so I, I do kind of like that there's some base abilities to heralds because like, like if fortune fortune's a property and you can store and tap it i think it could be very reasonable that whatever manipulation honor did to the herald souls or something or ashar did you know we don't we don't really know the specifics it's just mm-hmm. like let's just right ramp up that fortune on that meter because it's, we got 10 dudes to fight these fused so that's wh- what we got the only issue i'm seeing with that is seeing the future is not of honor yeah that's why i said i don't know whether it's something intentionally given or whether it's just something a natural consequence of being so close with a shard yeah like, right 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 because yeah. being close to a shard does kind of do that yeah. I mean, there's so, also cultivation involved in the matter. So mm-hmm. the whole fortune thing might have come from her. True. Yeah. Yes. And so there there is a vast difference in scope between so so when, when Honor says that he's not very good at seeing the future, Honor is comparing himself to like other shards. And yeah. cultivation. Yeah. And cultivation specifically. Like Ishar Ishar is seeing like a second or two into the yeah, future. Yeah, like that's I think I think lot. anyone with access to the spiritual realm and enough experience mm-hmm. is going to be able to pick up on that. Yeah, I I I, 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 I think it's more of a thematic thing for me. It's like hmm. 
Yasta knows Renarin is corrupted because he sees the future and she knows like that it has nothing to do with honor. Yeah. I think but, that's, uh, that's a cultural bias seeing yeah. in there. Still wondering why yeah. that is a deep <laughs> cultural bias. <laughs> so after that fight, after he does that and like also connects Sigzil to the ground. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, no big deal. And tries to steal the Stormfather's body. And trying to steal the Stormfather and, uh, you know, Nightblood scratches an honor blade. Like, dents it. Mm-hmm. He also opens up a, a perpendicularity, which is very interesting. Yeah. He does do that. Before that, or no, during that, he has the moment of lucidity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, we yeah. should talk about that. We should talk about that. Which uh, is when Navani swears. Yeah, which I can read if yeah, let's do it. Want. Let's do it. Okay, so that that was Ishar's voice. I can see clearly. The voice said from within the perpendicularity. I do not know why. Has the bondsmiths been sworn? We have a connection, all of us. Nevertheless, I feel my sanity slipping. My mind is broken, and I do not know if it can be healed. Perhaps you can restore me for a short time after an ideal is spoken near me. Everyone sees it a little more clearly when a radiant touches the spiritual realm. For now, listen well, I have the answer. A way to fix the problems that beset us. Come to me in Shinovar. I can reset the Oath Pact, though I must be sane to do it. I must have helped to, the voice stumbled as if warping, to defeat you, champion of the Odium, blah, 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 blah. It does say that he thinks Nightblood's a corrupted honor blade, which is interesting, but not really mm-hmm. super relevant, but that's that's just interesting. That's like, that crap is corrupted investiture. Yo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that I can hear in my head his voice warping from like regular. Because yeah. yeah. we've seen this in movies and things like that, right? Yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. the voice just kind of get scratchy and then. Yeah. So first of all, I don't necessarily trust Ashar's plans. Not a super great track record, but his he, mm-hmm. that moment of lucidity, like maybe it just occurs to him. It's like, oh, there's a solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't insane. From what we read, he he directly says like, "I can reset the oath pact." What does that mean? What does like, that if, mean? If that's I... his solution, then it's not a very good one necessarily. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah. I no, I I still think it is important for us to know what reset means in this case. Mm-hmm. Does that mean to like in some way to bring the heralds back to the way they were at the beginning? Of the oath pact, like resilient to all the tortures. Like, no, I think it's resetting it to um, factory standard. Yeah, like before they broke, before they left the honor blades and you know left town in there, Mm -hmm. because like that was they they've mentioned for a long time that the oath pact is broken, and Dalinar in that chapter with Nail, it's like. Yo, it's it's impotent. It's really weak, but the connections are still there. He misses one line because that's Jezreen's. He's dead. Um, so like the Oath Pact is still there, but maybe they need to do something to re figure it out. Is this but gonna happen in the next book? Too. Yeah, but it's not going it to solve to. anything because like the fused aren't returning to Braze anymore. They're still like yeah. Yeah, how between the, the Everstorm and yeah. But the they they can do that 
because the oath pact is splintered. The oath pact is what bound them to Braze in the first place. It, if they reset the oath pact, it might rebind them. Because because uh, they do go Braze. they do go to Braze. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. In in L's thing when Lesian's dying. Uh, oh right, yeah, right. Like yeah. Let, let me let me get he, that. So L talks about bringing Lesian back the old way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And um. Right, because because there was no ever storm at that time. Yeah. And Rabunio mentions like sending word back to Braze to see if her daughter was actually dead. Mm. Dead. Lesian specifically says, where am I? Why have I been reborn so quickly? I was on Braze for barely a day before I felt the pull. So, like, they do go to Braze. It's just, they can... Yeah, okay, okay. So maybe the Oath Pact is kind of a solution. Uh, I mean, it's... It's a good enough solution for book five. I don't know if this is going to happen book five, though. I think it has to. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. mm -hmm. Shinobar is like one of like the plot points we have for the next book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calden has to. There's a lot of powers. There's a lot of talk in Rhythm of War about reforging the Oath Pact. Like Mm. that is that is something that that comes up repeatedly in Dalinar's chapters. It just seems so (laughs) unlikely that they'll be able to fix a shard. Like he's, he's so. I mean, oh, Brandon I... has consistently done things faster than we expected well, them. Well, that's like, true. That's true. In book three, mm-hmm. killing Odium, well, Ray's in book four. Yeah. And it's like, Dalinar, all Dalinar needs to do is swear an oath near Ishar. But is he going and... to Shinovar? Uh, no, any Radiant, oh, I think, going oh, by that radiant? excerpt. He says yeah. any. Well, yeah, he, Ishar radiant. said any Radiant. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was I was thinking rather than Dalinar, a fifth ideal Windrunner might That'd be probably strong be a pretty good one. Of a note to mm-hmm. just yeah. get some sandy back. Swear it's another oath, save the day. It's mighty convenient like that there's a couple of uh, couple of radians going to Shinovar in book five, and Seth can can become mm-hmm. the law too. Sure, something. I don't yeah, know. and 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 if say for example, you know the the Windrunner's fifth. Uh, Oath is something about letting other people protect themselves. That'd be great for someone who's about to leave and go stand in the way of uh, fused. Wait, are you? Wait, sorry. Where are you going with this? (laughs) I'm combining my theory of the potential fifth Windrunner oath with Kaladin becoming a new herald. herald. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But that—that's—that is protecting people that cannot protect themselves. If he becomes a herald. But it's also you leaving everyone behind so they can protect themselves as well, you know, and just Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because he can't like Oh man. That that's can't surprisingly them from, like good. uh what the what the big the big dog things called? The big dog things. The spiny ones. White spines. He can't protect people from white spines if he's <laughs> off on braids protecting them. So you know, I like how my, my brain immediately goes you know? to dire forms question mark? <laughs> 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 it's like they're not dogs at all. <laughs> um Hmm. So that's, let's go back to the char. Let's go back yeah. to the char. So that's, I mean, reset the oath pack. Like that would help the desolation, but it doesn't end the cycle of desolations. No, it it would certainly help with the current war. 
Mm-hmm. It would really help with the current war. That is mm-hmm. true. Yeah. It would. Yeah. And it's we as readers know it's like this is probably we're probably approaching the end of the cycle of desolations. I don't think in world they are on that level. I think they're just like we I don't think they're searching for a solution to end it for forever. Except yes. Oh, I mean except yes. Yeah, the the fused do some of the fused like I'm pretty sure I remember Rabonia like thing saying something like this is the last you know we can and I think Leshwia as well saying that like they can sustain it for much longer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like they're all tired. Yeah, they're all going crazy. Like a few more cycles and there will be no one left to be sane. You know, just fight. Yeah, but like on the human side, I think oh like just seal them away for another few hundred years, whatever. Like they, that's they're totally on board with that. I mean, it is I saving mean, a lot of people from dying. So yeah, yeah, and and from the human side, like not a bad plan. Like they just build up more radiance and let the fuse become more insane and lose all of their capable leaders. That actually, it's true. Honestly, yeah, that's not, actually not, not only bad radiance, plan. but also develop the technology they've just discovered. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, but if you let the desolation go too long, then everything will be destroyed and they won't remember anything. It'll be like the the flashbacks mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, well, they still so have the radiance. Stalling, stalling tactics are definitely favoring humans in this war. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm, okay, that that's maybe a, an okay plan. I feel like end of Stormlight we gotta deal with the forever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Ishar, Ishar's plan is gonna hold us until book six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how, that's actually huh. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. even considered that this could happen in book five. <laughs> like, oh. huh. But like you you could totally like have some Oath Factory setting and be like, okay, here's a break. I still think some bad stuff's gonna happen with that contest of champions. <laughs> yeah, but how does how does this resetting fit in with like the the champion like terms and the final ten days? Like well, that, that's that's like the thing. Is, yeah, go ahead. Maybe this is how they will like save the day at the end. Maybe book five ends with Dalinar getting fused, and before Taravangian can just claim complete victory, Lock this is when Zev, Kaladin, and Ishar figure something out last minute to push back that complete destruction. Okay. Lock so even even though Dalinar and even though Dalinar and Odium are making plans, meanwhile Kaladin and Zeth and Ishar are also like in parallel working on a different solution, perhaps even unknowingly. Yeah. And yeah. so one of one of the plans goes belly up, but the other one succeeds. Ooh. Yeah, maybe maybe this is This is solid. This is solid. And it, anyway, yeah. this is this is not book five. Well, that, that that just reminds <laughs> me of how like in the terms chapter, right, where like down I was like, no, you guys all need to go, and Odium's like, dude, I can't make the fuse do that. Like, I I cannot do that, right? So like, there's the pact between honor and Odium and sealing Odium, and then there's the other stuff along with the fuse, right? That like, yeah, Dalinar mm-hmm. alone. And talking with Odium cannot just fix that problem directly. So in that sense, you kind of need both plans to go through, right? So that's very interesting. One solution for Odium, one solution for the Fused. Yeah. 
you have to yeah. do it that way, right? Spread experiments. Let's let's yes. let's talk right. we experiments. Getting to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we delayed it till the end. We tried to get into it earlier, but th- there's so much to talk about with we the didn't. Shark. No, we we always wanted it for the end. <sighs> okay, I don't I don't think we need to read this. I think I think uh, please. Let's no. not. No. So so okay okay. Why is Ashar doing this? I think that's the main question. I think we we have a this good answer for how long he's been doing this. He needs the honor blade to do that. I'm satisfied with that answer. So why is he doing this? That's probably the case. So um, I think was there two I have two major theories that I know of in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh one was uh, to allow him to die because uh, he's can't die. The other one was to allow him to take up honor because he can't take up honor as a cognitive shadow. And I th- he wants he's he's doing these experiments because he wants to do it to himself so that he can achieve some goal. Okay. Yeah, I I have more problem with that, and that's in the Ishar's notes. Let me actually pull that quote up. You mean uh, Kalak's notes? Uh, no, Ishar's notes. Uh, the oh, ones true. that they find in the tent. Oh, 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 oh. Um, here this one. Uh, our first honor spren lived nearly 15 minutes. A new record and orders of magnitude longer than all previous attempts. We must capture more of them uh, for a bit later. So it seems like what he wants to do, because if the problem is that uh, cryptics and cultivation spren don't stay in the physical realm for long alive because their essences are not human-like. And so this is not a problem for Ishar, because Ishar is you know, human-like. He is a f- mm. former human. So it seems like whatever Isha wants to do, it seems to require that Spren remain alive in the physical realm for a long time. So I don't think, I don't think getting himself something out of it is the okay. only goal here. And I don't think Ishar wants to die. He wants to become Aiden Halcyon yeah. reborn. So, like, the yeah. second of your two options, Ben, seems a lot more plausible, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, up until about 30 seconds ago, uh-huh. uh, my, my standing theory on Ishar's plan was that he, he wanted to do to himself essentially what he does to the Spren. So, like... He's a cognitive shadow. He can temporarily have a body, but if that body dies, he's still a cognitive shadow that gets pulled back to Braze and things like that. And so I thought that he is experimenting with a way to build himself a permanent body that is just a body that is not tied to Rashar. It's not tied to Braze. He can just leave. Um Mm-hmm. Ishar and Kelsey are just gonna get on a call. <laughs> <laughs> They'll figure it out together. I mean, I mean, do Ishar I and Fortnite when? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! He can manipulate those connections. We have we have gone a full circle, and it's yep. a very corrupted circle, and I hate it. And then we have to um, take him from Fortnite back into the physical realm. <laughs> the French shenanigans, easy. Uh, but no, but. Rasar Rasar makes an excellent point in that mm. it appears that the spren that don't last a long time in the physical realm are well no I take that back Rasar doesn't make an excellent point uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so I disagree with Rasar so the, the the thing that the journal tells us is that 
spren that are unhumanoid-like. So ash spren and cultivation spren and cryptics don't last as long as more human-like spren, such as the honor spren. Mm -hmm. And so... But but the honor spren also... Like, they last longer than the others, but they don't last long enough for whatever Ishar is trying to do, which I assume is to build himself a permanent body. And so I still think that his plan is to build himself a permanent body. I still mm -hmm. think his plan is to manifest his cognitive shadow essence as an actual body instead of like constructing one from investiture or whatever happens every return. Mm -hmm. And his discovery that honor spren or human-like spren last longer is a step in that direction. Mm -hmm. But he still needs to go further than that. Yeah. I, I have to say, I disagree that he needs to go further because what he has discovered is that the more human-like a spren is, the, more, the longer they remain in the physical realm because the organs and, and all that form most naturally. So you can't really get more human-like than a spren that used to be a human, so, you know, a herald. So theoretically, he already has a solution for manifesting a body. Unless Del he wants to like possess possess a honor spren or something. So I think there are additional requirements to that he, manifestation. He also doesn't know that like yes, he is more human like than an honor spren, but like he doesn't know if if he goes through this process that like he will survive more yeah. than an order of magnitude longer than fifteen minutes, which isn't that long. Yeah. So it's like, it's like if he can figure out a way for honor friend to like survive the process, he knows that like he'll be able to do it because like it's going to be easier for him. Yeah, that, I, have an, I have an issue with this theory. Oh boy. We we read the wall up earlier that what Ishar is doing would help Kelsier in a roundabout way. But what you guys are describing is exactly what Kelsier wants to do. <sighs> Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think this, this is something that. about yeah. a plan with the Spren, I think, and not a shark. I, 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 I disagree with what Grace okay. just said. I, I have my own alternative theory for what, for what Ishar wants to do. So think about how disturbing it is for us just reading about these Spren experiments. Mm -hmm. Now imagine Ishar manages to figure out how to stabilize it and pulls an army of Spren into the physical realm to enslave and capture the rest of Roshar with. Just imagine how terrifying it would be, like, facing a bunch of, like, cryptics and honor Spren in the physical realm in battle. Maybe they're sailors My... on an infinite sea in Shadesmar, and then they come right back in there, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like this theory. I don't. I, 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 I don't. Why would they follow Isha? He's just why? Why would they follow Isha if he pulled this army of Sprenin? He would collection mumbo jumbo. No. What part of enslave them is a? My problem is, is he has an army. He has he leads the nation of Chukar. He has an army. Like this would just be more people, but 
this seems like a really roundabout way when you've got other people in like Ma- uh, Marat and Imul who you can enslave instead. You know, he is also insane and doesn't need the most like rational reasons for doing this. Yeah, you're not wrong. He is yeah. a crazy bonker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know if there there are more radiant spread now than there were in the past. I still don't think there's enough for an entire army to conquer Roshar. That's fair. Yeah, but. To go back to me disagreeing with Grace's disagreement of our thing, which is that technically, Kelsier's goal is not to get a body. Kelsier's goal is to get off of Scadrial. Yeah, he already has a body. That's true. A a body that would allow him to get off of Scadrial. So this... could be the roundabout way of like if he gets a new body the way Isher is trying to figure out it would allow him to get off of it only helps him in a roundabout way because if Kelsia gets given a body and pulled into the physical realm now he's stuck in the physical realm and it's like light years to get to other planets so it's like ah you know you only half solved the get off schedule problem now you've got to invite FCL spaceships you know I'm I don't think this has to do with any of that. I'm, I'm going to be honest, the more this conversation goes, like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is, this is not dealing with the connection problem of getting off world. I don't think that's what's happening. What you thinking? You, well, I mean, you just don't need to bring Spen into the physical realm to, to try and deal with shenanigans of, let's try and get a Spren off world, right? Like, those mm-hmm. are totally separate things. I don't think those are related at all. Yeah, no, I, I don't think... I don't think they're. Rel- I don't think that's why Ishar is doing this. I think it's a side effect of getting a like true physical realm body. Is like it would uh, fix that issue. I, but that's it's just not, not Ishar's, Ishar's plan. Going. Ishar, it's that not is, Ishar's plan. That is yeah, not, not Ishar's, Ishar's plan. plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to try and steer it to what actually is Ishar's plan, <laughs> like because I just don't understand a plan that requires let's move Spren into the physical realm like so let me maybe i can contextualize my idea differently because i do think that my belief answers your question there spren much like heralds are tied to roshar because of connection because they are cognitive entities in fact heralds are very very similar to spren in many ways Yep, that's what the honest friends say. And both heralds and spren are very different from like naturally physical creatures, like humans, like singers, and whatever. Because humans are not connected in the same way to the planet they are born in. Like they're they're still connected, but in, in different ways, or maybe not as powerfully. And so they can leave. And so I think Ishar's plan is. He wants to either weaken his connection to Roshar or like change his connection to Roshar so that it is no longer Spren like connection and it is more human like connection. He, he, he wants to become a real boy, is what he wants to become. Yeah. And so he obviously can't safely experiment with himself or the other heralds, but there are plenty of Spren that behave very similarly to heralds and so he can play with those instead 
And once he perfects that process, he can apply it to himself. Hmm. And I, I do think that I think that's what. It, uh, so I think I agree that that's what he's trying to do. But I think I don't think it's because he wants to weaken the connection to Roshar. He, I, I don't think he's trying to get off Roshar. Is is basically what I'm mm. saying. I do mm. think it's. I think I it's the shard thing. I think it's a. Uh, when you're a cognitive entity like the heralds are, unlike Sprenar, you can't take up a shard. We saw Kelsey do it yeah. in Mistborn, and he couldn't. He, it was like a mess. Um, and so, in order to take up honor um, and become Aiden Alzian reborn, you know, uh, he needs to become a physical. He wants to become a real. He needs to become a real boy. He needs to become a physical entity once again, because right now he is just a cognitive entity existing in the physical realm just like Syl is when she flies around in the physical realm she's a cognitive entity in the physical realm and so you need to become a physical entity he he wants to become a physical entity again so that he can take up honor and I that is yeah. support this this is consistent so, with my ideas yeah and he I, he would be um, just how like how the Spren lose their immortality, he might even also lose his immortality. He might just become a normal ass dude human. when <laughs> human. He just becomes a human, so he can, you know. So I think, I think those of you, I so I, I I can get behind that. I I would like a reminder from those of you who have read Secret History more recently than I have. So one of the reasons Kelsier couldn't take preservation was definitely because he was not like connected enough to preservation right. he, would, he had strong yeah. connection to ruin and and so that interfered was the other factor the fact that he was a cognitive shadow and he was kind of incomplete as an entity so like do we know for a fact that cognitive shadows cannot ascend Permanent. We know they can kind of ascend since Kelsier does use preservation yeah, yeah, yeah. to some Permanent. extent. But... Permanently. My impression is there was a line that said, like, I seem to vaguely recall, like, Ruin saying, it's like, yo, this will never work. <laughs> like, yeah. something about, like, his connection is snipped. The physical like, realm? Yeah, so I think yeah, that's in there, but I don't remember the exact line. Yeah. But I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the implication. And we also know that Spren cannot take up a shard, and mm. cognitive shadows are basic are analogous to Spren in very ways. very similar. I feel like because like they are investiture. It's like you can't yeah. just yeah yeah. It lacks the well. I mean the Spren like that connection to the physical right, and that that's what you get mm -hmm. with a Spren bond right, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, it, it they, kind of completes them. Yeah, they don't have enough of that physicality, and but they they do also want that. But I, I I though this is plausible, I think there's a totally separate reason for why he's doing this with Spren. I I don't yeah. think this is about Ishar himself. I really I'm, don't think that's. I'm with happening. Eric. I mean, like maybe the idea I came up with isn't true, but I. My gut just says he wants the sprint for their own sake for some reason. It is do we? What is the status of the spren that are pulled in? Like, I guess they're dead, dead. but like, what does that mean? Like, I think they're dead. Like people die. 
I yes. think their consciousness went to the beyond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Wow. Yeah. I found that. I found out quote in Secret History you were talking about. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. This is in part six, chapter four. You can barely control it, Ruin said. Even assuming it could harm me, you couldn't accomplish such a task. Look at you, Kelsier. You haven't form or shape. You're not alive. You're an idea. A memory of a man holding the power will never be as potent as a real one with ties to all three realms. Mm. Yeah, okay, right, great, cool, 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 cool. Uh, ties to all three realms. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, Interesting. So they wouldn't be like dead eyes or anything. They're, they're pulled in and then they die and they would go into the beyond like other things. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that makes sense. I'm so curious how any of this would work like <laughs> it's just interesting because now there are two major threats to spren now right there's the anti-investiture which can annihilate them i guess uh and like who knows whether <laughs> they go to the beyond then i don't know uh probably just annihilate yeah rip souls um i mean but then there's this, and the Stormfather's like, we must warn my children. And also, along with that, hey, you know, Ishar went into Tukar, and you know what's on that side? Lasting mm -hmm. integrity. And Lasting there's a integrity. big old thing of dead eyes there. Yep. And yep. a bunch of honor I... spread. You know what Ishar should have done? He should have targeted the dead eyes first. And like, maybe, I'm maybe sorry, that wouldn't have been Jedi? good. The, the dead eyes. Oh, and like, I, th I heard Jedi as well. Like, <laughs> and like maybe maybe it's been as good for whatever his experiments are because we don't know like exactly what his goals are and like exactly what the differences with the dead mm. eyes are. But I feel like the Spren would be more okay with it because he could justify it as like, oh, they're in pain and I'm figuring it out a way to like sort of like mercy kill them. And like justify it that way. Maybe maybe the spren would be more okay with it. It's an no. interesting point that you bring up. Doing it to dead eyes would be different. There's another situation that would be different. Doing it to a spren that actually has the Nahil bond and a connection to the physical. I feel like their method would not work because I feel like he would have to manipulate connections. And I feel like the reason he's not doing that on them is because with such other strong connections, the method just doesn't work. Like Dead Eyes, you know, if like they were bonded, if that blade was bonded to someone, then like I feel like the best, like I feel like you wouldn't be able to form a spread body. Maybe because like it's already no, a blade there. Now. Like I don't know. I mean, we have no idea. Like we we have no idea. Like yeah, it, that might help. Like yeah, we don't know. yeah, yeah. It could they already have a connected way to like yeah. oh, like this can make something a physical thing in the physical realm. Good hmm. thing we have a few uh, radiance going over oh, to Shar no. from Book Five. Oh, you know, no. this, this gave me an idea for like what could happen in Book Five. <laughs> like so imagine, yeah, yeah, but but, but Calvin will be a herald, and so he'll have to go. <laughs> okay, listen, Kaladin still is kidnapped by Ishar, and Kaladin no. races to save her from like getting. Really hate it. Phys physicalized. I like this. And this is solid. 
And Ishar manages to summon her to the physical realm, but she survives because she has that Nahel bond with Kaladin. Mm. So, but I don't know, maybe he loses his powers because she's no longer like a friend, friend's mm. friend. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see what and now they are free to be shipped by Sladen shippers. <laughs> exactly. I'm all right. I've got, I've got. So, Ian, you said you think maybe a Nahel bond would be different. And I think it actually wouldn't. And as I think, yeah, it would help and it might be better. And so, mm. if Sil does get physical with Ishar, then it might actually. Yikes. Wait, no, no, we don't <laughs> want to say that. We do not want to say that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's nope, nope, rephrase nope. that phrase. <laughs> Mega yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Okay, um, and so yeah, man, this could be how how book five ends <laughs> with Siladin actually happening. This? Yeah, yeah, oh. with Sil Siladin actually happening. You know, it's scarily plausible, though. <laughs> That's it the thing. Is. I wonder if if Sil like became a physical person, would her clothes be a part of her? Because we don't really. Like, it's not like Dalinar tries to undress the spren in the, that he finds on that slab in the tent. So, like, could she take off the dress? No, so, 100% the clothes are a part of her body forever. Yeah, like, the no, but, Yeah. Um, the clothing of the honor spren does get removed seemingly safely. Oh, it's it does. like the, the white hair, the white blue hair. Um, little go. I started in the wrong place. Sorry. Oh, I don't like um, this conversation at all. <laughs> Where is it? Well, um, it's male with the clothing cut off and lying beside the body. Ah, okay. Cut and off it's like, makes me a little nervous. Especially. Well, later on, it does, like, when describing the cryptic, it's like, this clothing was, like, part of, like, the skin, and it's creepy. Yeah, this, well, the the... <laughs> The pieces of clothing were the same color as the bo as the body for the mm. honor spren. I, I I think it's unclear. Maybe it's just but because I... it's not good enough. This is this is a mm. prototype. <laughs> I don't like any of. Okay, so <laughs> so first of all, yikes. Yeah, Second of all, yes, let's just say yikes. Let's... That'll be the chapter title for this part on YouTube. It'll just, instead of spread experiments, it's just yikes. Yikes. <laughs> um, let's, let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think that a spren and so, so with every radiant oath, the spren gets more into the physical realm or gains more access into the physical realm, right? Mm -hmm. We know that. Mm -hmm. I don't think a level five, I don't think a Radiant and a Spren who have sworn the fifth oath are equivalent to what we see in Ishar's Tent of no. Horrors. No. No. Yeah. No. Agreed. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah, so I don't I don't think Still can ever get to that point without some twisted. Without Ashar's help. Uh, help. Yeah. Sure, yeah, help. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Stormfather explicitly says, like, this is impossible. Yeah. Obviously yeah. not, but. Well, that, that, that's an interesting thing about Ashar is that. I'm I'm just reminded about the word of Brandon about how Aiden how Aiden Elsium thought about the world the world was right mm -hmm. sort sort of right 
Well, that's gone. And honor's gone. And so, Shara can just do whatever. <laughs> Who's gonna stop him? Not anyone else. Yeah. Not honor. Not anyone. I don't know. That was just reminded me of, like, the experimenting with surges that, like, people yeah. might not think yeah. that it's possible, but it actually be possible just because, you know, your mind is maybe constrained in a way. And then when you <laughs> see how it's done, then there's, like, this whole new branch of different possibilities that you didn't know about. Yeah. Because I think that's yeah, but- plausible that shards might not be able to know everything with that oh, because absolutely. they are constrained with that the vessel, right? Yeah, they have blind spots. Yeah, and and not mm-hmm. only are they constrained by their blind spots, they are they also constrain or have the ability to constrain the magic system that they are the source of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this did remind me of what we were talking about earlier with Ishar and Ashen, but in a slightly different way. <laughs> we we said like Odium tricked Ishar into like experimenting with surges like do we think someone's maybe tricking him again here in the, to experiment again hmm. maybe I, I doubt it to be honest you know you know what's kind of interesting is like i don't know if we need to go into it because we've been talking a lot but like we're Nail's talking now. in Edge Dancer about the bridge and Ashar's convinced killing the Radiance is the way to go. Maybe his plan is, I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be this because he wants them to live, it seems. But what if he's <laughs> like, this is a way I can just kill all the Spren. Problem solved! Did it. I don't mm, buy that. Nah. Yeah, that no. doesn't seem very, like, time efficient. Well, you have to yeah. catch catch a Friend, beat up a friend, drag a friend into the physical, and let, and then kill it. Kind of no, like no, no, no. De- definitely separate ideas. Like the the journal, mm-hmm. Ishara's journal. Um, well, we don't know if it's Ishara's or like somebody working for him, like his head scientist or whatever. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. That journal heavily suggests that they are interested in keeping the spren alive, alive as possible, yeah. as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this, Ishar? You're yeah. so crazy. We can't really get good reasons, but it's maybe, like methodical I, madness. You know? Maybe Ishar is doing this for altruistic reasons. So as it currently stands, the fuse didn't need to take over a singer's body to come back to the physical realm. But if Ishar can find a way to pull a cognitive entity into the physical realm, the fuse no longer have to do that. Like he could be saving thousands of singer lives. Well, that is a d- dimension be- that I had not considered. That's for sure. That doesn't even have to be altruistic. He could be pulling the fuse into physical and then killing them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That That's is an interesting that is, dimension. I like that this. Is actually, a very interesting idea. Because they are like that. Oh, I mean, and do you know what? I, knowing, sorry, knowing Ishar, he'll probably find a way to meta do this. So he'll like get the meta category of fused and pull it into the physical itself. Yeah, 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 so then all yeah. the fused immediately get pulled in instead yeah. of having to capture each one individually. Yeah. Because that's what that kind of thing Bondsmiths <laughs> can do. I, guess. I, I, I don't for a moment think that is what he's trying to do, but it's a very interesting idea. <laughs> what about this? What about instead 
of resetting the Oath Pack to lock them on Braze. You just put all the fused into physical bodies on Roshar and lock them there, and then you kill them all on Roshar. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, it's, it's really a reverse Oath Pact. Pretty much what Grace was saying. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. it's the Pact Oath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's called. Um, the Poth Act. Poth Act. <laughs> To cap it, Hoa, <laughs> And uh, that is, that is, dear listeners, how you know that we've reached the end yeah, of the episode. Uh, <laughs> is, is there anything else you want to talk about with spread experiments? I mean, we have no idea what's going on, but... Yeah. I had a whole digression that I wanted to talk about, about the use of horror in Brandon's books, but I think I want to save that for another episode. That, I think that point. might be a good other podcast. Um, mm -hmm. I think the one other thing is there is Shar's role, potential role in the recreants. We don't know anything about this, but I feel like there was a theory that maybe it wasn't Malishi who did the stuff with Biodimitrim and it was Ishar. You know, I used to, before before Rhythm of War, I used to have a theory that Melishi was Ishar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it has the Ishi. That was a common theory. Yeah. 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 Ishi. Yeah. I don't know how common it was, but I definitely, like, thought that it would be, I don't know, clever if it turned out that the guy who screwed things up was Ishar because, you know, everything is Ishar's fault. Mm -hmm. That is. That uh, is but, you know, then sibling, the sibling kind of, you know, I think if anyone knew that it was that Malishi was someone completely different, it would be the sibling. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's, that's right. But like, um, it is so. Yeah. It is worth keeping in mind that at least some of the heralds were present and at, at Battle Mishram's imprisonment. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. so and if Kalak was there and Nalan was there or Nea was there, then it is possible that Ishar was also there, or at least that Ishar was kind of the one directing. Kalak and mm. and Nail uh, to Maybe. to go do the thing. I just don't know why they're there. And I think there's also room. I think we had a question on the Biodomitrium and the Recreants podcast of just like the timeline of like like would Malishi have his powers to bind Biodomitrium in a sense? And so I think there was some just room for like there, and there was just some room for like potentially Ishar to do that instead. Um, I don't know if I like that, honestly, but I also don't know why all the heralds are at the, the binding of Bada Bishram, but that's... Well, yeah. at least some of them. Yeah, I'm just always suspicious of multiple heralds being at the same spot. I'm like, is, was yeah. a Shar at Kevlar's death? Oh, Isn't I mean, there like oh. a wob that they all were at Kevlar's death? I remember I think something like they're, that. They're all, they're all in... Way of kings. I don't know if they were all at Gavilar's death. No, I mean, no, Ishar is, is referred to as Tezum, and and I mean, Tezum is referred yeah. to in Way of Kings. I, I don't think Ishar is very good at going undercover in this current state. Uh, just a, no. I feel like Doesn't he's pretty satisfied. Death. It's like, yeah, I am God of Gods. What's up? That's me. I I, I think is Ishar is about as subtle <laughs> as I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, after four thousand years, you you get your entertainment where you can. Finding of a of an unmade doesn't happen super often. Like, I mean, no. it's never happened. It yeah. has never happened. I, I I think we floated the idea that 
it was Melishi who originally came up with the idea of trapping Baromishram, and then for whatever reason, uh, Ishar showed up on the scene and was like, "No, okay, let's let's actually do things this way." Or your your original plan is not gonna work. Here is how we're gonna trap uh, this inmate. Like, how would the heralds have reacted to? Just like all the false desolation stuff, because they thought desolations were done, but it's like, ooh, this is bad. Yeah, I think maybe they... this is why. Yeah, maybe this is why Nail and Kalak were there because there was a full desolation going, and they were like keeping an eye on whether or not we will turn into a real desolation mm. or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was it's gonna like... say if if Nail freaked out about you know uh, uh, what he thought was a pocket of of void spren then mm. he must have really freaked out during the false desolation yeah. with like did he freak low. out like i thought he was like not concerned because like oh it's just a oh pocket. no it's no no you're right you're right but he was just worried mm. that the radiance would yeah, kalak is the worrying one so yeah, maybe bridge. it was kalak pulling nail along on this one yeah. i was gonna say uh ishar ishar just caught word of this plan and was like magical uh experiments with major unintended consequences for the I'm world in. like no that's my thing like you that's can't take me that from me <laughs> i have the connection to that not you yeah. mine but like at the end of the day i the heralds would know it's not a real desolation that's like, true they know enough <laughs> they know yeah. what the fuse are like it's like okay yeah. these aren't that yeah god they, um, they know some of them personally mm-hmm. So nail like seeing like oh there's like boyfriend hanging around like it's probably just like the f- false desolation that blew over no big deal. I mean that is true. Yeah, it's like they they do want to kill them all the radiance rather. I don't know. It's very interesting. I'm very interested to learn about the recreants. I think we will actually get the full recreant story book five. I don't know if any of this Oathpack stuff's happening, Book 5, though. I gotta be honest, like, this seems like resetting the Oathpack. I mean, maybe it could happen, but... I, I think... I definitely agree that we'll find out the full story of the Recreants this book. Yeah. Because, like Brandon has said, the first five are more focused on the Radiance, the back five are yeah. more focused on the Heralds. Yeah. And I do think the Oathpack could get reset at the end of Book 5. And then there's just enough like implication that like, oh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. And then back five, we explore like, okay. what exactly is the Oath Pact? Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm going as well. Yeah, and then you at least have that two thing, the two pronged plan: reset Oath Pact, deal with Fused, Dalinar will deal with Odium. Uh, yeah, I don't think that second one's gonna go great, but. <laughs> I really don't want Fuse Dalinar. Yeah, well, I mean, with the Oath Pact, you trap Fuse Dalinar until uh, Zeth can get knife blood to kill kill Dalinar eventually. Or or we could just use anti-investiture and kill Fuse Dalinar before that even happens. So we got we got we have many solutions to this problem. Would a Fuse Dalinar be made up of Odium's investiture or Honor's investiture? Odium. <laughs> it's Odium is the one making <laughs> elevating the yeah. Fused. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's Although whether a- whether he's gonna keep his connection to the Stormfather is a whole different question. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah. you know, maybe maybe at the end of book five, five we will want Ishar to steal Stormfather. <laughs> God, Dalinar, oh, God. if only you gave me the Stormfather. What a twist. Yeah. <sighs> no, uh, somebody, somebody was asking earlier in today in Discord about whether Dalinar would be considered an avatar or a sliver oh, at this point. Oh, God. And, and honestly, kind of, maybe, like, I can, I can see a case being made for either one of these. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What is an avatar? That sounds like <laughs> something that's not in this podcast. So yes. I feel like what we got to do is we got to go over to who's that Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Caw. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the game show where you guys send in five clues and a character to WTTC at 70shot.com, and then I read out the... Oh, did I say the wrong one? <laughs> you, you said yeah. TD. You said TT. <laughs> <laughs> WTCC WTCC at 70shard.com well uh, where I will read out the five clues and then these guys have to guess which character is after each clue and if they get it then yay and if they don't then they suck um, and so cool let's jump right into this one this we, we were laughing before we started of uh, Grace doing better intros but Ben's doing this so I, I was excited it's like you were doing <laughs> yeah. so well until you read the email wrong yeah. See, yep. I, I always like ending my Who's That Cosmere character intros with like the name drop thing where you end it in like, and our panelists have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Let's oh, begin. Good. I just think oh, this is fun. I'm doing that. It's not grammatically correct. Listeners tell Grace this is not grammatically correct. No. Oh, it's fine. Um, this first character was sent in by Jester Lavore, and they've Whoa. sent in oh, some. Happened? Yeah, uh, they've sent in some limericks. So oh. the five clues actually create a limerick. Okay, all right. I already so, love one. this. That's one to start with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one. Uh, clue number one: killing this character is hard. Ishar. It's not Ishar. <laughs> Kelsier. It's not. It's not Kelsier. Known to return. <laughs> Uh, I killed him Calvin. pretty easily in Fortnite the other day, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not Kaladin. Could do like any used. And it's not Leshwi. Oh, Sorry, Shalan. Uh, and it is not Shalan. Um, so I'm going to read out all the clues every time so that like you get the, yeah, you yeah, get the yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. killing this character is hard. They keep close to their chest their cards. Hoid. It's not Hoyt. Yasna? It's not Yasna. I'm not just sitting here like, what Cosmere card games are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hoyt did talk about that thing with like, essentially awakening cards and whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Cultivation. It is cultivation. Wow! Oh, damn, <laughs> Grace Nail again. Damn, nice. resident resident cultivation impersonator. <laughs> Good job. Well, right. it's not, she's endowment impersonator. Uh you know that all female shards look the same to me. 
Like they're dragons? all dragons, obviously. <laughs> they're all dragons. <laughs> uh, right, let me read out the whole limerick then, because um, this is great. Please. So, uh, killing this character is hard. They keep close to their chest their cards. Their children are many. One child, quite uncanny. This character holds. Oh, oh, this character holds but one shard. Oh, that's Very cute. Nice. I, I, I really yeah. like that. That was, that was good. That was a fun limerick. They have sent in three, so if we could actually, instead of doing another one for another person, we could do one of the other limericks. Let's do another limerick. That sounds fun. Yeah, Let's do another limerick. Yeah. I don't want, the, I don't want like. this to get lost. The way we sort these, the whole email would get like filed away, and I don't want to lose these. So yeah, let's yeah, see. We, yeah. might, we might do all three, because this one was quick. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, character number two. Uh, this character is living on Roshar. Ishar. It's not Ishar. <laughs> God King <Vivenna>. Tezum. <laughs> Say again. Vivenna. It's not Vivenna. Oh, it's good. Felt. It's not felt. Vasher. We're going World Copper Spear. Okay. <laughs> it's not Vasher. Because <laughs> it is living on. It's not. Yeah. So, so of course we all go the like weren't yeah, born, but lives there now route. But it, but it's a it's a blind brick, so it can be can be anything. Yeah. If, if we're still going world hoppers, maybe I'll go with Naz. It is not Naz. <laughs> so clue number two: this character is living on Roshar, though travel travels do take them quite far. Risen. It's not Risen. Toe Evie's brother. It's not Toe Evie's brother. Vestim. It's not Vestim. Oh, yeah. Zeth? It's not Zeth. So many good guesses. Ooh, and these are probably, we can actually get Rhythm of War characters because one of those clues was referring to the sibling on the last one. Oh, yeah. When was this sent in? Oh, this one's from September. How did they know that? Well, I mean, no, it was, it it was a midnight watcher. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'm not going to guess it with a War character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Metagame it. <laughs> Admit what the date was to these. There was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a billion the wind the sailors on the about dip down. We get the sailors on the infinite sea showing up and they're just like oh. singing sea shanties in unison as they. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to get a Sharon sea shanty. So they, and they could amazing. be singers. They could yeah, be singers. Could be singers. <laughs> I can't think of a good world hopper. Okay. So I am going to guess Axies the Collector. It is not Axies the Collector. And I'm actually going to combine the third and fourth clue because the third line of the limerick doesn't quite make sense on its own. So I'm going to, okay. I'm just, you're going to get, you're getting That's four fine. lines this time. That's right. fine. So this character is living on Roshar, though travels do take them quite far. But when tortured and scarred, they let down their guard. Talm? It is Talm! Mm. <laughs> wow. Good job. Nice. I, I immediately thought of Talm, and I was like, no, that, that's too obvious. 
Nice. Yeah, my my first spot was actually Kelsier, but he wasn't on Roshar. Yeah, yet. exactly. I was like, scarred. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Kelsier. Lots <laughs> of scars. Nice. The whole the whole limerick is uh, so this character is living on Roshar, though travels do take them quite far. But when Torchin is scarred, they let down the scarred and the voidish with radiant spar. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we, cool. well, let's do the yeah. last limerick. Cool. It is easier um, if you said your who's that Cosby character separately for this reason, so they don't got lost in the email. Like, don't send five of them. Oh, yes. Do so, okay, sorry, time. I thought you meant me. I was like, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking to the I'm talking to the the listeners. So, I, yes, it's probably best to send separate emails. Yeah, but I can see why um, they're cool. thematically tied together here. With, with yeah, the, yeah the this, was, this was very good. Cool. So we go with the third limerick uh, in this email. So. <laughs> This oh character is <laughs> sorry. This character is very much dead. Evie. Well, it's not Evie. <laughs> Did you both just guess Evie? Yeah. Yeah. It's not oh Evie. Oh my god. <laughs> Shashara. Silent Montaigne's grandmother. God damn it, Ian! What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's Silent's grandmother. God damn it. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Collusion. <Right>. Yep. <laughs> the people on the bottom of my screen are colluding. <laughs> right. Oh, so man, let me... that's hilarious. Yep, it was Silence Grandmother. Great. Uh, let me read out the whole... Good, limerick. this episode's been long, so wait to keep, <laughs> yeah. keep up that pacing this there, Ian. Good work. Uh, this character is very much dead. Their remains stay in their homestead. They have killed before when exposed to gore, their rage with eyes of all red. Oh, oh I really nice. like that, that one. A good like that would have been really good I, if we didn't just get it immediately with very dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, See, I was going to guess Vin. The thing is, very dead is like, to me, the opposite of a like shade or cognitive shadow. Mm. And still kind of alive, you know. So yeah, so like I like when I hear "very dead," I think like, oh, like this is someone that like we have actively seen move to the beyond. What does it mean to be very dead? I <laughs> my first thought was Arbonio's daughter. Like, yeah, that, but we probably, probably knew it wasn't uh, after Rhythm of War. So yeah, yeah. power game. Yeah, well done, uh, well done, Jester Lavore. Those were fantastic. Those were yeah, fantastic. No, great, great submissions. Cool. Well, that was a lot of fun. Well, unlike Sharstent, okay. yeah, just it's not. Yeah, which is not going to move on. No, it's it's not fun for anyone. Uh great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, long episode on Ashar uh, and all sorts of other topics because Ashar has his hand in everything. It feels like, and. Yeah. You can find us on 17shar.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, you can leave a, leave a review on iTunes if you're listening on there. Uh, and you can also support us on Patreon. And I believe soonish, maybe now, uh, there, there will be some updated Patreon tiers. Uh, likely a five yeah. and ten dollar tier uh one of those things will involve a who's that cosmere character priority queue uh where you can it, the, the queue is very long would, would you agree ben it is very long 
Uh, we're at 241. Okay, so it's very entries. long. Uh, so we we want to give away to get them a little bit faster because this is kind of ridiculous, but we do also want to get to the other ones, but it's probably going to be a never-ending goalpost constantly moving back. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's especially, a little bit... Especially as the channel grows, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be terrible so uh we're there, there's a tier for that we'll see how that goes if that one gets super backlogged then that might be problematic as well but probably okay our our current thinking is we're gonna try to at least think about our patreon on an annual basis yeah yeah uh, like not we, like we super might... major changes yeah yeah we, we might not necessarily change anything or we might not necessarily change much mm. um but we'll 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 try because right now it's only one dollar and you get everything it, it's it's a tip jar is it's what a it tip is jar, right yeah uh so we'll we'll try to do more formal tiers with like a more formal commitment to yep. uh rewards yep. on our part yep. and if that works out then after some time probably a year maybe two will reevaluate and see what people like what people yep. don't like what's feasible for us to do what's too much work for us etc yeah. etc yeah mm -hmm. at least there will be a huzek Cosmic character priority queue that's that's definitely one thing that we can do uh yeah probably you can only submit it like monthly or something like because otherwise then you'll just get infinite it'll just be <laughs> nothing so uh go to patreon i think they'll be ar up around now but maybe it might be a little after this one but i think thinking we'll have that all sorted out so cool uh and of course thank you to all the patrons who come here yep. so and, and even even if the tiers are not live you can still join us for monthly art commissions mm -hmm. that we do uh we you have vote. done yeah we you, you can vote you can suggest things uh, we we most recently did uh, the climax of Elantris, where Rayodin saves a bunch of people from uh, a few of the core monks. I love Shura's art. It's so good. Shura Shura is amazing. Like I, it's very stylized, but I really like it. Top like easily top low number of Cosmere artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of Agreed. my favorites. Uh, we are currently in the process of doing the nine. Yes. Um, uh, which, from from the little I've seen so far, is going to look amazing. So, though, though I think our next art things will be uh, a little less complicated than these major yeah. things. Um, well, well, we'll take a break. Yeah, there will still be commissions, though. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. We will see you all next time for something else. Bye. 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 Caw. No, you don't get to call, Argent. <laughs> that was a bomb. <laughs> yeah, that was just know. a scream. <laughs>